The Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a ratchet studio audience. Wow. Yo, what is good, everybody? You're listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast, and we're trying to slowly readjust back into schedules. And so far, we've been consistent for two weeks. This is this is a miracle. Progress. Yeah. We'll see how long we can keep this going. Uh, we'll get there. Yeah, my baby is sleeping like a nigga right now, so I'm pretty sure she's out for the night. It's all good. You love to see it. Bro, she sleeps with both her hands tucked under the back of her head. Like a, <laughs> like a nigga pondering. <laughs> like a nigga that in jail the first night correct. pondering his life sentence. That's how she sleeps. It is I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't get She's it. She's plotting, counting the days till she can walk around and really terrorize the household, bro. It's the it's like full, it's full nigga position. Like you she know, on y'all. She's, Make no mistake about it. She's absolutely not getting up off the couch to go get a job. Like she's not. <laughs> like I just sent y'all a picture. She she's not. She's not doing anything tomorrow. Tomorrow's a vacation day. Yeah, it's just Xbox and chilling. Yeah, she she ain't doing shit. She might not even hold her own controller. You might have to hold it for her so you can just hit the buttons. She's not doing shit tomorrow. She is full stretched out. Bro, full nigga. Full nigga pose. Like, there's this and there's like the 100 pose. Like, that's the, the, the niggas, nigga poses. It's crazy. All right. So, for y'all tuning in, if you've never heard of us before, uh, welcome to the podcast. I know that was like a dry intro there's there's baby talk now because there's babies yeah, that picture is incredible <laughs> <laughs> there's there's baby talk now because there's babies oh, and this shit. Man. yeah um two niggas with two babies it's crazy yeah progress progressive my All little shorty stuff. was sitting in her crib like i put her down for bed and you know as soon as she gets it certain times if she's tired she just goes right to sleep but if she is tired but doesn't want to be tired she tries, she immediately just starts like moving around and talking to herself, trying to keep herself awake so she don't got to go to sleep. Uh, and she spent a solid 45 minutes just babbling to herself and then laughing at the shit that she was saying that I have no idea what it was. But she was having a great time. Yeah. Ava would definitely be walking around here with smoker eyes. By walking, I mean getting carried. Because she refuses yeah. to go to sleep. Like she would just, she'd be dead ass tired and she'd just be, nah. Nah, babies bro. get FOMO worse than anybody, bro. Man. It is unreal how much she has FOMO. It's because un- every if everything is new to you, you like yo, I can't miss anything. It's un fucking necessary. Like she be falling asleep. Eh, 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 don't let me go. Don't. I'm gonna miss something. I'm gonna miss the show. Uh, please. Like that's how her, her cries and her whimpers just be running out of battery life. And I'm like, dog, just let the sleep take you. Don't worry. It'll be here when you come back. You'll be back in 10 minutes. Like, that's how bad her FOMO is. She takes five minute naps. She wakes up like, holy shit, I fell asleep. The killer could have got me. That don't, I don't understand <laughs> it. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. She won't sleep. And then, but then when she finally do sleep, nigga sleep six to eight hours. She be out. I think she slept yesterday from like eight to fucking five. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Babies are supposed to sleep like 14 plus hours a day until like, you know, two or three. Yeah, well, she sleeps from eight in the morning to about 
eight at night, she sleeps a total of maybe 90 minutes. If you can get her to go down. There are some days where she just refuses to go down. She just will not go down. And then she crashes. She crashes hard on those days. So. Like, you know, stuff like baths help. But Jesus Christ, that, that child don't want to miss nothing. Just be staring at your face like, oh, you thought I was going to sleep, huh? I just I dozed a little bit, nigga, but I'm still I'm still watching this. I'm still watching this. Don't change it. I'm watching this. She definitely gets that shit from my side of the family. That's me and my pops all day. <laughs> Why you change that channel? I was watching that. Nigga, you been asleep for 35. I was watching that. I'll change it back. I just need to rewind it a bit. To the beginning. Right. <laughs> just that's this it. Um, so it's you know, still 2020. I mean, what you gonna do? I hope everybody is safe in their homes. I hope you're wearing your mask, not being a dumbass. That should be on a mask. Wearing my mask, not being a dumbass. That's that. That should be on. I hope y'all are doing that. Um, I hope if you're doing that, you don't catch COVID. I hope if you're not doing that, you catch it twice. And I don't know. People working, trying to do regular stuff. Movie theaters open back up. I don't know why. Absolutely not. And as much as I want to see Tenet, I am not going to fucking see it. that fucking movie. Not doing man. it. Not doing it. Not doing it. Y'all had to send it to me. You better put it. On I would demand. buy a projector first. You better Dude, put it on demand. I will. I will buy a whole new system to fully. Yeah. Because yeah, I want to experience it, but I'm not. That's cheaper than medical bills. <laughs> Listen, I thought I had COVID this past week. Like I got really fucking sick. Uh, me and my baby both did. We both got tested, both negative for COVID. But good. Look at God. Yeah, it is. But if as sick as I was, wasn't COVID. You think I want that shit? No. I was laid out, dog. I was, I mean, out of commission. Nigga, I had the flu. Like, oh, man. March March or so? I was about to say, how are you getting shit? I was say, like, in, in, the, in the February, March, I, 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 was, I was like, oh, I feel weird. I was at work. And I was like, I need to go home. I feel like I'm getting a fever. And when I got home, I had a little bit of fever. And I woke up the next morning. It was like, and I woke up the next morning, it was like 102. And last time I had something like that, like, which years ago, and I didn't, and I went to, you know, I went, got to the thing to say, all right, yeah, you got the flu, here's the Tamiflu, and they knocked that shit out, right? So I was like, cool. That's what I'm about to do now, because I ain't about to deal with this shit. So I went to the desert. This is right when, like, the COVID stuff started, to, like, like, it was starting to gain traction over here. So I went there, man, and did all the tests, swabbed my nose all up in my brain, everything like that. Shit came back. They're like, man, we don't know what you got, but you ain't got the flu. So here's some Tampa flu. Try this shit. <laughs> so but... that I tried to that shit, right? Right. People broke and everything like that. And I went back. I remember going back to work and everybody in my office, like, mm, you had it. <laughs> like, you had COVID, nigga. I said, shut up. <laughs> it's like, nigga, you had it. Them wasn't jokes, though. But... Them was acting. Nigga, look, I, I thought about it for a while and I was like, man, did I? I don't know. I don't want it. Like, like, you know, I took the like, test because I was like, look, man, I'm too fucked up for too long for me not to find out one way or the other, you know? Yeah, like, it's it's a... The test isn't a, as bad as people make it out to be, by the way. It is uncomfortable, but it's fine. You'd be all right. So don't let that stop you from getting tested anymore. Oh, look, like look. 
that test is gonna have to be damn near death for it to stop me. <laughs> oh yeah, same. I was like, I'm just gonna have to deal with this shit. But nah, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> do really do what wasn't. you got to do, doctor. <laughs> like I, got to, yeah, I need to figure like, this. I, shit I wouldn't out. want it to happen every day because it just feels really weird, and it feels like there's still something in your nose after they take the shit out your nose. But that feeling passes in like five minutes, and you'd be all right. Yeah. You just go sit in your damn house like I did for three days until they come back and say, yeah, you got the shit or nah, you good. Now nah, white people go to Walmart after they take the test. Yeah. Right. I, I went I, straight to the crib, isolated myself in a bedroom with a mattress by myself and took a TV and my switch in there and that was it. And so look, that's what I told my girl. I said, look, if one of us gets sick, we would just have to quarantine somewhere. Bring yeah. everything you need in that room. That's what we did. Yeah. Or, you know, I even told her what that, like, you go stay with your moms and I just stay here. Like, especially, right. especially if I got the test and like, and we knew, like, we knew like, like she was negative and I, and like, like I was positive or something. They're like, like, all right, why are you negative? Take your negative ass out of here. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. Mm, so I'll me. just bleach down the house while I'm here and, you know. <laughs> but then you're scared though, because you're like, are you negative now? <laughs> right. But will you be negative in three, four days? That's just scary. It's terrifying. Yes, man. Shit is whack. I'm gonna look Just on the bright the side vaccine, of this bullshit. Dog. I'm, I'm not mainline that vaccine so hard. I'm not gonna lean on that. I'm, I'm gonna look on the bright side of this. Um, y'all seen my cousin Vinny, right? Fucking classic. It's probably my second favorite movie of all time. Right. I have watched it like ten times. So you remember when that man? You watched it how many times? Like ten. I own it on DVD. I, I watched say, it. I've seen time. it ten times this year. You know, you know uh, that, that it comes on all the time now. I don't know why. Like, it's just, that's the only good thing about Oh, yeah, that was like one of the first DVDs I ever bought. Um, <laughs> that's my shit. So, you know, the scene where he, uh, he, he gets held in contempt for like the second oh, time yeah. and he has to go to prison. And this is after he's had to switch motels like three times. That loud ass, yeah, the train yeah. whistles and the owls and all that shit. Yeah, so you know, like, uh, you know, Marissa, she's like, don't worry, I'll bail you out. And he was like, nah, don't even worry about it. I'm good. And she's like, are right. you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. And All the noise and he was just sleeping like a baby. Right, the next scene is him during a prison riot and he is sound to fuck sleep. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna look at it like that because we have a newborn and if I get COVID and have to get on, go on lockdown in one of these rooms, I know what I'm doing. I'm sleeping. I'm just gonna be sick. Yeah. I slept a lot. I slept more than I've slept in months. Look, that's what you need to do, man. Your body is like we 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 fighting. Yeah. We just need you. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm gonna feel bad about getting so much sleep with COVID while Ashley has to take care of FOMO and herself. Because baby was sick and MH wasn't feeling great, but she was way less sick than I was. And she was like, Look, like this isn't ideal but clearly your active don't sleep ass sleeping this much means that you are extremely sick and you need to actually take advantage of this time to get healthy yeah. so i appreciate that tremendously no rest is amazing like i i usually tell all my clients because they be telling about like stuff that's going on in the brain i said look your brain is a very simple computer also your brain is doing a lot more complicated shit and had to worry about what your thoughts like it has to right. keep everything in your body working. So like the same thing goes when you sick. Like we on overdrive now. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> Stop moving. It's just like shit. Yes, I mean that's it. <laughs> sit, sit down. Like we nigga, we in here. I'm in here releasing white blood cells. I'm in here trying to get bacteria out, trying to get trying to keep the heart right and regulated. 
Yeah. Temperature goes up. I gotta I gotta work with that. And your ass wants to move on top of this shit. Sit down. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's, I'm not trying to catch nothing. What I am trying to catch though is uh not one another one of these years, not 2020-ish, but just this is one of the best years that have been for me and Ash as far as sicknesses have gone. During a fucking pandemic, we have That's never awesome. been less sick in a year. Like we talk about that at least once a week now. We're like, hey. Can you believe we ain't got no type of sinus infection or flu-like symptom thing or just we haven't bought medicine this year. Like we haven't done anything having to do with the sniffles, with the sneezes, none of that this year. And it's because we was around people. Like there's no other reason for that. It's the fact that regularly we were around other nasty ass people who was getting us sick. Clearly, since we're not getting sick on our own, we weren't the nasty ones. It was everybody else who was around that was the nasty ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> process elimination. That's simple science. Right I mean, yeah. I mean, because you're sitting at home or you're doing shit and then, like, and then actually not in the school. Schools are horrible. Oh, schools, yeah. Dude, Playground plague is schools, everywhere, man. Schools are horrible. I told you, I didn't get sick because I started working in one. I worked in one. I was like, what is this? Why am I getting sick all the time? I was like, I know why. Around all these things, so that's why when people like when they were opening schools, I was like, "Y'all crazy! This is the y'all, worst." Y'all, place, y'all, I can honestly know that the people making decisions haven't been in schools, bro. They like was I doing did. they was doing Zoom conferences about opening the schools back up. They didn't even want to be around each other, but they talking about opening well, the schools they, back but, up. But we gonna put all these kids. Look, nigga, like teachers don't want to be in school during flu season. Hell no! Like, cause that's all it takes. All it takes is one kid. And then your ass laid it out takes one kid, for your damn life. It takes one kid in the hallway. One kid, all <laughs> the teachers. Just like, coughing with nothing covering their mouth yes. and like sneezing and not covering their damn mouth and it's, shit. It's gonna happen. I went through more Lysol spray wipes during my time in there because every kid came in there we sprayed down every surface. And where are you gonna surface, get that stuff day. from now, sir? Where are you going to get it My baby be open mouth coughing Nowhere. in my face on the regular. Nowhere, man. Like, finding find find Lysol spray and some Clorox wipes is literally like finding the golden ticket. They might as well put yeah. Lysol on sneakers. Like, you're nobody's <laughs> just going to hit yeah, on man. that shit, dog. I caught it. Lysol put today. out a thing, so you ain't getting it this year. Like, Not <laughs> the man is high. Damn. They, they, they said the band is high and, and, and production is strained. And we... We trying, but Bro, you got to check your Lysol now. Like, if you buy that shit out of somebody's trunk, you got to check it to make sure it's authentic Lysol. Lysol got the wrong Jumpman logo on it, bro. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm truly convinced. Like, I brought some Lysol. Uh, maybe like I brought a thing of Lysol like six months ago. It's been doing a layup long. instead of dunking. <laughs> and I sprayed that shit on my toilet seat, and the paint started to come off. I was like, "This is dye Lysol. Like, what is this? Is, <laughs> this is bleach." <laughs> What is this? You Dude. got raw Lysol before they cut it Bruh. and like turn it into crack. Bruh. Straight from the leaf Lysol. Yeah. Is, yeah. Right. <laughs> like that shit is no. So if you find a bottle of Lysol, you better tuck that shit under your jacket and go to one of them self checkouts because people will fight you for that. Uh, the ability to be able I've to spray had, yourself I've down. I've had one oh bottle God. of spray Lysol this entire pandemic. And we haven't out and we have the only reason we haven't finished yet because literally once we got the Lysol a new one every day. I was like, we ain't going nowhere. We can wash everything. Bro, you got to <laughs> I don't treat. need Lysol. I was like, I can wash. Like, we got enough masks. 
Cause we used to spray like our masks with Lysol and stuff, nah. and then wash them. Cause we only had we only had, like two or three. Now we got like seventeen, so we like wash them shits every day. Like that's fine. We're gonna get some more because just masks is just gonna be the thing now. Y'all go ahead and get some, get some in some good styles that you want, match your outfits. Sir, I picked up some fucking staple pigeon mask. Like, is that real now? The mask no, is yeah. part of the wardrobe, sir. If you ain't matching, so, then you fucking up. So like and every, I'm the only nigga at this new job that I'm at wearing a mask every day. What? And it is fucking infuriating. Because I know that's where I got sick because I don't go anywhere else. What? I know nasty ass niggas got me sick and I hate it. God. I can't wait till I can fucking quit and not Bruh. give them two weeks notice. So it's crazy out here, man. Like I wash everything. Like it's just like, hey, I, we stay in here, we like we wash it. Soap, soap and water. If it, if it could take soap and water, it's getting soap and water on it. <laughs> we don't washing down leave. my soap and water. No, I'm just kidding. We just, <laughs> we just don't fucking leave. Break some hand sanitizer in this water real quick. Make sure the water is sanitized. This might be the first time. Like, I, as, as far as I'm concerned, all my shoe money is gas money I didn't spend this year. Because I think the last time I filled <laughs> my tank up was June. Like, I, I, we ain't been nowhere. Like, I went out tonight and I was like, holy shit, I think I only got like, Four miles of gas in this car. This wow! I should I should go Dude. put some gas in this car. This is gonna be. I, I, do I remember how to I, put gas? I know it's like I, I know it's like riding a bike, but I gotta remember. Do I pump? Which which side of the car is the pump? I don't even know where's where's I, the. I, I drove so less that I'm sitting here now. Like I went outside and I was like, shit, my tires low. I gotta put some air in them bitches. The car, the car just sitting there, just staring at me. But. <laughs> You we'll gotta go drive out a little bit to keep your engine. Oh shit! Now was it we see we rotate the cars now. And okay, we rotate it because we went to we went to give uh we went to take Keisha's car in, and the guy when he went to get the oil change, he said he said yeah we saw the beginnings of a rat nest and like your tailpipe. So we oh, like all right, damn. we like cool. We gotta uh, we gotta start you know rotating these jumps. And then sometimes we just get bored. So we've been. I've been doing what my dad does, which is like take day trips. Yeah, we take day trips. And we went to DC. Just get in the car, and just drive somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And just and just get out. But it's it's so weird because I like, man, I want to drive somewhere scenic, and then I'd be like, but I don't want to drive nowhere white. <laughs> like, what? Last state I want to be is out somewhere. You ain't got to get out the car though, my nigga. You just driving. <laughs> I'd be scared, nigga. Bro, you don't turn the AC on, keep no, the windows up. No, and see, we'll see what happens. See, I'd be I watch. I couldn't do that. We tried to go there after I watched that first episode of Lovecraft Country. That shit shook me. I oh, like, this nah, nigga, man. this nigga, remember oh, he was in Virginia. Car break down. You <laughs> the one that chose to stay <laughs> see, I there. Nigga. I haven't seen this yet because I don't got HBO. You the one that chose to stay there, nigga. You didn't have to stay in Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told you to stay there. You the one that wanted to be near Jamestown. Nobody told you you had to be near that settlement. That's on you. But now we take day trips. We took a t- trip to D.C. just to see what the, uh, the the folks down there, uh, Howard, who have completely gentrified that whole area, how they're living now. It's 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 ridiculous. It's, it's wild. It is it is amazing what white people can do with some money and some focus and determination. And we taking our shit Nigga. back because <laughs> they threw up some of the nicest looking condos I've ever seen. Like again, if you ever. If you ever been down to UNV Street in 14th back in the day, and I mean back in the day, I'm talking like five years ago, sir. <laughs> it was not where you should be. Niggas is getting robbed near Howard all the time. And now it's just, they got so many 
patios and rooftop beer spots and food spots. And it's 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 annoying. It's annoyingly gentrified. Oh, man. I'm trying now. to find. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a gentrified bingo that somebody put out. Bruh, I, <laughs> I guarantee you. It was like it was like knowing when your city has like urban renewal or something like that, and it was just showing like they check you the find. list off, dog. Like I, it, I was disgusted. I was so fucking disgusted at how white it is in that black ass near that black ass college now, and they wouldn't touch it back in the day. They would not t- again back in the days five six years ago. They would not touch that area, and now that area is just flooded with the finest of establishments. They got a fucking movie theater next to the nine thirty club now, like not a regular movie theater either. A fucking landmark cinema, order food where you go to see your movie, gourmet burgers ass theater. Oh, here we go, here we go. It was, <laughs> it was called the city's making a comeback. Bingo. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Hold on. Let me let me let me get the card zoomed in here. Yeah, All right, we gonna hit one just said, It said ten brew pubs, sir. Yes, uh, Ooh, yes, uh, ramen, 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 nigga. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, axe throwing bar. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Couldn't see inside. Uh, crazy donut concept. Yes, um, absurd rent in once affordable places, nigga. The rent uh, is thirty two hundred dollars for a for a two hundred square foot apartment. Yes, ten dollar juice. Yes, uh, many empty lofts. Yes. Cupcake shop. Yes. They have a regional Banksy, so some regional street art. Well, DC always uh, had that, but now the white people appear it as if it wasn't there, and they actually make drink stations around it. So, yes. There's an Instagram wall that says spinning crossfitting yoga. Yoga. A bar with and whiskey spinning, in yes. the name. Yes, whiskey bar. Yep. A barcade. What's a barcade? Oh, where they put the bar and the arcade together? No, they don't have that. Because I would have walked are tight, though. I would have actually. They are the gentrification for sure. No, this there's like there's like there's there's two in Norfolk now. <laughs> I would have went. Oh, I would have went. Damn! Wow. Yeah, that sounds tight. They said one one good food truck out of thirty. Nigga, thirty good food <laughs> trucks out of thirty. <laughs> uh, let me see. Arts district. Yes. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, unused community garden, nigga. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> nigga. Listen, there are homes. Uh, there are homes in that area now where I don't think they're actually homes. I think they're just like business buildings with a home community type garden, and it always trips me out because I'm like, nigga, who is planting the plants? Who is watering the tomatoes over for this place? Because it looks like a business establishment. It somebody like said that that one band of artists that made it. And then the next, the next square beside it, uh, stories about the one artist or band that made it. <laughs> uh, those damn, those damn scooters. Yes, nigga, no the bikes. So DC has the bikes, like a lot of the fucking like ride and drop bikes. Nigga. Yeah, the, now like yeah, because those either those ride shares for bikes or 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 scooters. Like if I call them ride and drops because like they literally just be ditching them shits anywhere. They don't park them. In the stand-up things, anything you used to see them riding drops mm-hmm. dropped all over the place in DC, just in the middle of the road, everywhere. Just... <laughs> this is a local ice cream shop with flavors such as cornbread and Earl Grey tea. <laughs> <laughs> Earl yes, Grey tea, yes. I don't yes. know about the cornbread though. That should be oh, Jenny's ice cream in Nashville, baby. I kind of want to try cornbread ice cream now. Uh, <laughs> vibrant, vibrant kickball scene. No, uh, no, but a lot of soccer. 
Like that's that's another thing that DC gets heavy into. Like oh, look, the, um, the hey. Indian cats will move in, and the African dudes will move in, and they'll start playing soccer everywhere. Oh, hey, you goddamn right. That's the best part about going to school look, in Baltimore. I didn't know nothing about it until I joined the kickball league from work. Nigga, they out there. You don't know. You ain't seen them. I didn't know about adult kickball until you started doing it, Twan. And now my company has, well, had a kickball team as well. Dog, them leagues be out there. We we were in the fun league. We weren't even in. We played a team from the serious league. They used to go travel. Mm-hmm. Them niggas had sponsors and shit. I mean, uh, it's it was it was it was it was ESPN to Ocho all through that junk. It wow. was <laughs> Uh, let's see. Displaced minorities, of course. Nigga, of course. so many lost That's crackheads crucial. in that area now. They used to be able to sleep those places. They can't no more. They said tea shops, dueling farmers markets. Uh, so, they, so, so DC and Baltimore don't have dueling farmers markets, but they definitely have set days where it's like you can't drive down certain streets at all. And Baltimore holds their stuff under bridges, like overpasses. They just do farmers market under the overpass. It's weird. Yeah, so that was just something to Justin Kevin there. They're just like, this This is what you can do to have fun if your city is doing this. And I was like, nigga, this is so real. And they haven't, so, so like, they didn't get into like the yuppies, right? Because that's another thing that always trips, that always annoys me with those, area, those areas. People wearing expensive, going fucking clubbing shit in the middle of the day for no goddamn reason. We were driving down 14th, or we were driving down, yeah, we're driving down 14th. We were driving down 14th and I saw a, a, a couple, the guy was in like a whole ass suit. Like he was going to a Diddy white party and <laughs> the chick was in this tight fitting ass lady dragon of the night dress. And it was fucking three in the afternoon. Said, Hell yeah. I love an afternoon function. Then you don't got to be out all night hanging out with people and shit. Where yeah, were they man, going? Kind of, day bro, parties was, are great, bro. They were yeah. going. To, they were going to the bar across the street. Like they, that's just DC now. They were going to the bar, sir. They were going yeah, for to tequila happy hour. That's where they were going. Okay, nigga, I I will appreciate a good happy hour. I like happy hour, but nigga, I'm coming as I'm not going home to change. Oh it no, no, I ain't, I ain't going home to change it. Like yeah, the whole point of happy hour no. is I'm already out. <laughs> I'm going there. I'm not. I'm not going home to open one of my thread. I go get. What was it? Nah. Was it th- the Jack Thread or whatever boxes that just arrived in the mail with all my shit perfectly fitted and throwing that on and then going to drink? I'm good. Nigga, do you know how mad I was the other day because they got cool and I had to throw some actual pants on? I've been wearing basketball shorts since March. I mean, I'm still wearing I also have been doing that, but like, I've also been wearing there. joggers at work for the last eight months prior to COVID. Since they said stay home, it's been full basketball shorts. At all times. And I went outside the other day and the temperature dropped and I had to put some G's on. And luckily the bitches still fit. I mean <laughs> very happy about that. I just brought a <laughs> bunch of pajama pants. I have I have six but, pairs of pajama pants. I walk core in them. I walk around the house in them. I go to sleep in them. That's what I wear. Like my sneakers go on with my pajama pants. That's that's what I wear my sneakers with now. Cause I'm not about to put on real pants just to wear sneakers. Like I wear my donut pajama pants with these J's. <laughs> I don't care. Nah, man. This shit. I was reading the article. You know, the, they still trying to. They trying to do that shit in Norfolk now. Trying Take to take everybody. Of course. Oh. Trying to turn oh, whole, the whole of Norfolk into Ghent. Oh yeah, I saw y'all got a train, like a metro thing. It... Which so so what happened? Wait, like, you know they always do it because that's what that's how they turn Ghent. Because like that happened. I want to say maybe in the eighties. 
early nineties. Yeah, pretty where much. They, where they pushed out everybody out of that neighborhood and made it and made it Ghent. But you know they got all the they got all the housing, all the uh, basically all the project houses are right. It's right there in downtown Norfolk, right? And yeah. they are fully trying to change all of that shit. Like there are is already because I used to I had a lot of clients that worked down there. So and that was and this was like maybe two years ago. So they were already getting the uh, notices to move. Wow! So they so they turn it they turn that whole that whole thing down and it's like and there's three big ones right in downtown like right around all of downtown Norfolk and they get their way they said they said they go put mixed income housing uh-huh. right. around there but like Norfolk's a weird city man because it's literally <laughs> it's literally you cross the train tracks and, and you in the clips album dude, no you can literally you can literally a five minute walk from the Cliffs album to a literal house that got Ferraris and Lamborghinis in the garage. Yep. <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> straight up. You can make the wrong, you can make the, you can make a left and be like, oh, this is a nice neighborhood. And then you make a right and it'd be like, I'm from Virginia. We ain't shit to do but cook. Like, <laughs> that's, just, that's not quick. <laughs> I ain't gonna never understand why people with that much money want to live so close to imminent danger. I just don't. I don't get that at all. Like that doesn't make any fucking sense to me, bro. It's the it, but it's the same oh, thing. Real seekers, man. Same people that go mountain climbing and skydiving. And shit. Bro, it's the, white people. It's the same people. Yeah, I, yeah. That live in that live in certain areas of Baltimore and DC like that. Which is when we go to Ghent, me and Ashley always kind of look at each other and laugh. We're like, they trying so hard in certain areas of Norfolk to be DC ish. It's like people went came up here. Looked at what was popping and tried to transfer that shit down there to, to two blocks, uh, the, three they, streets. They they are trying so hard. And the funny thing is, I would I would not mind living in that city, right? Mm. But I don't want to move there to be the gentrifier. But you would be. I know that's why I ain't moving there. Yeah, I mean, if you even went there just to have fun, you're still you contributing to the you know. Well, if you just go there to like spend time, then it's not the same as uh, living there. Is 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 a more permanent, gentrified and tried. But you know, if you if you even go in there and join these new establishments, (laughs) it is. Dog, it shit sucks, man. Because I remember going down like the street, and I'm like, man, it is quiet. I remember when we was in college. This used to be just a string of clubs and stuff, sir. You know what I mean? You just walk up down the street trying to go to places, and now it's like. Salad, literal salad bars. You mean you say string of clubs, sir? There was a sports bar. No, that sports bar is gone. Yeah, there was two clubs right, right down the thing that they that they uh that they closed up because they are now different. Uh, they are now restaurants with music venues. That's what they. That's what they consider now. I'm telling you, white people are magical. What they can do, getting people out of some shit. That thing, they had one place that changed about three times. I I remember that. I remember coming there like every every. Every season, I come back and be like, man, this they can't figure out what they want this place to be. Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's wild. But now man. it's quiet. It's quiet, man. It's go out there and it's just. Whenever I go to a place and I just be like, my my whole thing. If I see if I see white people walking their dogs at night, I'm like, it's hmm. a different place. Crap. Yeah, I was um I was jogging and walking correlated night and around here, and Ashley was worried. She was like, you shouldn't jog at night because like. You know, you're black. And I was like, listen, 
there is a state troopers thing right across the street from us, literally right across the street. Everybody walks their dogs well into like 4 a.m. There's lights everywhere around the outside. Not saying that any of this is going to stop me from getting shot because I'm black if somebody just decides they want to shoot me. But I feel really safe jogging here. I feel safer jogging be, here than I feel safe jogging at other places. I would be more. I would be more worried about the cops fucking me up. <laughs> did, did anybody else? I feel. Oh like, yeah, for sure. No, I'm that's like, what she's. I'm worried like the about. nigga that's trying to steal something. Be like, nah, he cool. That's what she's worried about. <laughs> but right. the cops would be like, the cops would be like, that nigga don't belong here. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I, I kind of feel like the deer here, we, which we have a lot of, because see, the deer know that you can't go hunt them near the state trooper establishment, so they be over there frolicking. <laughs> Like they just they just be chilling like you're full of like Spice Adams, ha ha, just looking at you, <laughs> just staring at you. Like do something. <laughs> That's what I do. Big side. ass deer, like deer that my dad would absolutely murder the shit out of, and then uh, saute uh, in my backyard two days ago. I took pictures of him too. Like my dad was like, "Damn, if only." And I was like, "Yeah, I know, right?" Just gallivanting, having a good old time. I wanted to see. I wanted then if you see deer like that, do you just? Do you, that's when you just pull up, like you you start learning how to shoot bow and arrow. Mm. Like <laughs> that's still illegal, I mean? but it is. I, quiet. I, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can get like I I shoot. I put out a gunshot. That's what I'm gonna say. If I hit somebody with the of the bow and arrow, this I might be able to get that shit in my house. Before Hold on, I, I didn't know. Nice. Did you did you <laughs> yeah. just give Katniss a sound effect, nigga? Like I didn't. Is that <laughs> it? Say, if I hit it with the silence, yeah. yeah. You know, if you're in my backyard, the silencer. Yeah. If I hit you in the backyard, I hit you from upstairs, like, ha, <laughs> dude, like, that's not even me right there. <laughs> uh, I know a bunch of people mad Get in the garage right real now. quick. Hush, hush. Now, I say, if somebody sees something, send me. You want, you want some tenderloin? Hey, I, right. right. Chill, I, I, I chill, chill over the ham, and you good. Dude, son, you can, get a, you can get a quarter if you just shut up. Like, all right, hit me up later. It's just like... And it's Tennessee. It's not like, I mean, I'm in a suburb, but it ain't like, it's, you know, it's still Tennessee. So niggas be eating deer out here. You pick up a, you pick up a half of this junk. We carry it in. We can split this sucker. Help I, me out here. Listen, <laughs> help me help you. <laughs> like, nigga, my dad got a fucking stand up freezer for the garage. Oh, that's for catfish. You in there for catfish. He got it for, he got it because my cousin Terry up near West Point. I respect the hell out of that. That's amazing. Catfishing. And not the type of catfishing you youngers are used to. Nothing having to do with MTV. If you need my address to send some catfish to the crib, uh, just let me know. Oh, I'm going to clean the freezer out when, when COVID finally done because he's just stocking up. Well, like, you have my address, so send yeah. niggas some catfish. I'm just saying. I'm trying to. I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm like, do I need to get a, a little deep freezer? Because when I come down there. Dude. I got a shallow freezer. I got some soft shell crabs in there right now. I'm about to fry them bitches up I was, on Saturday. I had a freezer and that thing stopped working. I need to get known because. Cause, like even just a small one. Cause man, you get that shit and get you some meat and buy you like a buy you yeah, like a side of a cow. Pile, baby. Yes, sir. Especially you know, I might you know what I might need to do that now because I don't know what the hell November third gonna be like. I mean, the revolution yeah. might be on. You are gonna like, have a trouble. You <laughs> gotta you gotta catch the freezers, dog. Like they've been out of stock all year. As soon as white people heard that they could get sick by being around other white people, they brought the shit out of them freezers. They they went right back to just some old like anarchist type living style, dog. They were we're hunting and fishing and getting our own meats. We don't that trust was funny anybody else. 
Somebody, somebody was like, uh, with it, with all this stuff went down, they were like, "Y'all purpose out here being mad about masks? Well, this is shit. This is your time to shine. <laughs> this is your time. <laughs> this is it, baby. You've this been is your time as a prepper to, to stand up hey, <laughs> and be like, we told y'all, it's not a joke. <laughs> like, it's not. It's, it, prepper, I mean, joking, you two should have skyrocketed. Like that's how people is yeah. thinking, man. Because I know, like, two of the dudes I work with, they are avid hunters, and I'm just waiting. I was like. Soon as we can connect on the safe basis, if I can give me one of these freezers, I'm trying to cop some deer meat from you. I'm trying to cop some rabbit from you. Uh, and I'm trying to get this. I was watching a rabbit cooking video today on YouTube. It looked very good from Maddie Matheson. If you can get one of them junks, and then you know, do like even when people get those get those uh people get their taxes back and go to a butcher shop and be like, I want. Half the a finest cow. of meats. Yeah, I want. I want a literally half a cow. You could be like, <laughs> give me that one. It'd be like, it'd be like a G, but you set. <laughs> but you got yeah. like mad ribs. You got steaks for days. Yeah. You got rump roast. You got all ground you beef. Got, you got everything. You ain't got to. You ain't got to touch. You ain't got to get. You ain't buying no more meat. You buying sides for the rest of That's the year. That's it. Straight yep. sides. <laughs> Green beans and sweet potatoes. <laughs> all all year. <laughs> and. Low key, if you got some green space at your house, you could grow that too. Man, okay, so that's that's about thirty six minutes of just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just candid talk, doing nothing. Let's actually discuss some fucking topics because some shit actually did in you know music and entertainment and stuff happened this week. If you cared about that stuff, which let's get into I it. Kind of care, but I don't care. So. Um, here are the here are the topics that I was able to throw together last minute once the baby was down. Um, Lupe uh crying like a little bitch over Kendrick again. Cause twenty twenty would be twenty twenty without him making the turn making a return. Fucking Shamurai Shampoo ass nigga. Um, Shamurai, don't you don't you do that to Shamurai Shampoo. Uh, first of all, it's show. called Samurai Shampoo. He is Shamurai Shampoo. Right? So, <laughs> Shamurai Shampoo. Um, Ellen apologized in the in the most Ellen apologist apology in way ever. But she didn't apologize to us. She didn't apologize to her staff. She did, <laughs> she, she she still hasn't apologized to them. It was a if you were affected by the lightning that struck you, then we apologize for the weather type bullshit. Like, nah, dog. Um, and what was the other one? Oh, I, listen, I don't know. I know it's twenty twenty and people can't go outside. But Rolling Stone was having a 500 greatest albums of all time. Yo, list. I want to get it. I cannot wait to read through this whole list. I'm going to have thoughts galore. I don't. 500? I, I do. I First, you know I love lists. I know you do, man. Love, but like 500 just trips me out. Like, How do you look at number 500 and go, nah, I, another album could have fit into this spot for 500. Well, that's the thing. Like the debating which one is better between number 497 and 493 is obviously pointless like that doesn't fucking there's no point the list isn't even about the ranking until i think personally especially with a list that big but in general a list isn't about the ranking until you get to the top 10 at that point then i think feel free to disagree with the choices and that's fun for me at least but like the other ones like i said debating between 300 and 200 is just are those albums good enough to be in the 500 greatest albums that's what i think it mostly boils down to what trips me out is what's gonna make me mad what's gonna make me mad is seeing albums that should have been in at least the bottom half of the 100 somewhere at like 250 
See, that's why, like I said, that won't bother me. It's literally just the top 10, maybe top 25 that it's like, okay. Because otherwise, it's literally just this one person's opinion versus somebody else's opinion of an album that is obviously good by all objective measurements. You know what I'm saying? But Mike, it's Rolling Stone. Their opinion is official. Oh, I, listen, Rolling Stone's lost credibility like consistently for several years in a row. But like I said, I'm not I'm not worried about, you know, Phil Spector and various artists being at 489 instead of 488 where the Stooges self-titled debut album is at. Right. Yeah, I just now, it's a lot of ooh, time. Whoop. Having said that, John Mayer at 486 for Continuum is fucking ridiculous. See, see, and look, you haven't even got you haven't even gotten into the 300 <laughs> yes. yet, and you've already said let, some shit that, that should be where it Let's is. Skip to this top hundred or top fifty, and then you're gonna start seeing shit that Continuum is better than, but Continuum is light years behind it. That's I can't. I I just like come on, man. That's the shit that trips me out. All so, I want to know is how uh, much disrespect there is towards hip hop because Illmatic is at forty four, which is already like uh, wow. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. After the video I found online, Stillmatic might be the one they preferred. You know, it has better beats and better lyricism than Get Illmatic. Get the fuck out of it. Oh, okay. All right, we tripping. This list is fucking ridiculous. See, see, the greatest jazz album of all time is number thirty one. You motherfucker. Which which album? Uh, Miles Davis, kind of blue with the sex. Yeah, that was it. Fifty nine. Definitely top twenty. Thirty one. Jimi Hendrix debut album is at thirty. Voodoo is at twenty eight. You know what? You know what? Twenty. So, so so, I'm not gonna go through all of them. But no, no, no. Let's do this. Let's do this. I feel like this. Okay. Fuck it. Let's do it. I mean, are we doing all? No, we doing all. Five hundred. Bro, I haven't. Are we just doing like hip hop? I haven't even said shit yet. Let me tell you first before you be like. Are we doing? I ain't even told you what we doing yet. I was gonna say pick fifty from any of the ones between like two hundred and five hundred, just okay. random fifty, and then compare that to the top fifty and see how oh, many we go. What the fuck? <laughs> that's, I feel like that, that, is, that, that is, easy. is that is a that is a weird, unique thing, sir. I feel uh, like it's that easy though to find some bullshit in this list. It's that easy. Oh man. I feel like I need to put this list the up. The top 15 is looking very strong. I will give them that much. All right, so what All right, 50 so we, do we're doing we top pull? 50 versus any other 50 we pick. Any other like, 50. Like, look through the top 50 and then go scroll through the other ones and find ones from the top 50 that you would be like, this shit way better than this album. That's I would say, so I would say, I would say, get the top 50 and then pick any other top 50 between 200 and 500. Just to push it way back. Okay. So what? Uh, t- for it, the record, the number one album on this list is "What's Going On" by Marvin Gaye, which wouldn't be my personal number uh, one, but yeah. it is an excellent album. It so is an amazing enough. album, but yeah, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be mine either. Um, Low key, I might have "Pimp a Butterfly" at number one, but I'm picking. I'm picking two fifty, three hundred to two fifty. That's my fifty. Three three hundred to two fifty. That's what you want. I just I just feel like that's. A, I, feel, I don't know. I'm just okay. saying, pick a random fifty. No, that's fine. That's fine. I'm gonna do four hundred to three fifty one. <laughs> What we got to pick one, guys. We can't do, do we can do another one after that. But let's start with one. Let's start with one. Oh, we're all going through the. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought we were each picking because they're broken up into groups of fifty. Yeah, they are. But so I thought you were saying each of us pick a group of fifty. No, no, it's very hard to have a discussion with all of us talking about three different yeah. sets of fifties. <laughs> all right, fair enough. What's the fifty then, Twan? What'd you say it was? He said three hundred to two fifty one. You know what you said? All right, click. Yep. 
I'm gonna open up another tab with the top fifty. Yeah, I was about to well, say so. I gotta open another like two windows for this. Yeah, dual screen. All right, three hundred. Even the, why don't they? This is weird the way they have it set up. Ooh, the blueprint it. already. Okay. Mm, oh, you hold up. Three hundred to two fifty one, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, blueprint is at number fifty. That's a strong start. Okay, so I'm at I'm looking at three hundred, which is Sh- Shania Twain. Come on over. I I don't know. Is it? It's flat, like somebody... but it's not better than the blueprint. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a good ass country album. I, I, I'll take your word on that, sir. It's, um, it's good if you fuck with pop country. It's about the best you can find. BB King's uh, Live at the Regal for two ninety nine. Live at the Regal is one of the best live albums of all time. It's Haven't my favorite it. blues album. Versus uh, Outkast is Equipment I at forty nine. Like, what, is that is that an app comparison? Like, is that is does that you mean doing it like that? No, I'm, I'm no, not like that. I'm just going down a list. But like, is, does that work? Is Equipment I better than BB Key Live at the Regal? Mm. That's a good question. I it's, it's a toss up. I think I, I feel like I'm leaning. I am leaning towards BB King because that particular album had a huge influence on me personally. It's but B. also, Equimini is an amazing album. But it's BB King live. I listen. I agree with you. I would probably move it over, personally. But it's at two ninety nine, Mike. Like it's moved way I, over. No, it's like I said, one of the best live albums of all time, easily. Okay. Which, which, easily. which to me, you're comparing to Equimini, which, in my opinion, isn't even Outkast's best album. I like the album, but it's not their best album, in my opinion. That's just it's not one of my favorite. Oh, Outkast what's their album. best album? I don't know if they have a best album. But I mean, all of them are great. I think exactly. I think but equipment I is is their best. I I don't. Uh, what's better? I mean, I'll pick Andre's joint, which I guess you can't count as Outcast album, but I would. Speaker box slash the love below together as one project is excellent. I'd say that probably I, their second best. I would take love below over equipment I any day by itself. And if we're doing it, I would go equipment I speak box love below AT aliens. I can't fuck with yes. you because you put speaker box above love below. I can't do that. Mm-mm. No, I'm, I'm putting That's them the as one. Title. I just put the speaker box, box love below, below <laughs> as one. <laughs> to put it as one. I record. can't do that already. <laughs> I don't and then AT Aliens and then Southern Playlistic and then the fucking Idlewild soundtrack which was mid that's the other man, thing I we got the like, exact same list man I fuck with yeah. AT Aliens over coming out too I feel like I feel like um what's the name it's really underrated you said you fuck with Idlewild I over with, no 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 I fuck with AT Aliens oh, I, like, I, I probably no did way, say bro. Idlewild I probably what? did say Idlewild and then me Idlewild I fuck with AT Aliens over Equipment oh, yeah. I I fuck with Idlewild a lot though like I really really fucking like Idlewild I actually listen to Idlewild more than I listen to Equipment I just it's, it's something about it just oh the, the, by the, the way speaker box the level below is at 290 nope see 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 I can't 290, 290. and Equipment yeah. is Okay. Man. Hold up. They got, let's see, they got Daft Punk Random Access Memories at 295. I'm okay with that. It's an excellent album, but, and it's probably one of the best mixed albums I've ever heard. But also, you know, it's definitely in the top 500 
somewhere. They got Destiny's okay Child at two ninety one. It's about to be some mad Bay fans. Mm, man, I'm not about to put Destiny Child in front of Random Access Memory, <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I mean, agreed. I look. I enjoyed Destiny Child right on the wall. I it's a good. I, I yeah, it's an excellent pop album. Yes, it is. It has a lot of lot of good songs on it. Hold on. They got Mr. Tambourine Man and the Birds at 287. Are you a secret Birds fan? I did not know about this I entire mean, time. I I've you. been digging through crates at used places oh, for a while now. I have not heard. I've heard Mr. Tambourine Man. But I've never listened to that whole album. I haven't found the whole album to listen to it. I listened to it on Spotify when I was looking for it. Because you know how you oh, find see, other albums by different, by different people. So I'm kind of just oh, yeah, still going totally. down that rabbit hole of trying to figure out which ones I want. Which ones I don't want? Like, do I want this Carly Simon album or do I not want? Like, which one do I want? Because I know I heard something that was dope, but I don't remember which one it was on. Stuff like that. So I'm kind of still getting through my crate digging phase. And, and COVID fucked that all up. So I haven't been able to buy any vinyls that way this year, which kind of kind of fucking sucks. Um, I feel like I'm not mad. I'm not mad at this talk at this this top fifty. I mean, top 50 is solid, man. Like I said, like uh, the uh, ordering them in the 50 is going to be strictly a matter of personal preference. But every album in that list that I have heard is excellent. I like Shout the, out to Patti Smith also. I like the Chronic. 26. That album is fire. I like I'm putting the, the Illmatic is going to be higher. In hit, like there, 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 are, there are rap albums that are in front of Illmatic that should not be in front of Illmatic. The Chronic is one of them. I think Illmatic is better than the Wu Tang and the Chronic. The Chronic is better is than both. Not, I think it's not much not better than Wu Tang. Better than Illmatic, but it's definitely better than the Chronic. I, I like I the Chronic. I think the Chronic is overrated. Yeah, I, I agree. agree with that too. That too. I like and I like. And I love Low End Theory. <laughs> now I, here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. I Ready to let, Die is better than Illmatic, though, in my opinion. I don't know about that one, dog. And I and I like Ready to Die. I love Ready to Die, but I don't think it's I don't I'm, think I'm it's a Biggie stand though. I mean, I get it. That album is insanely classic. But yeah, Illmatic is just it's perfect. It, it's not What's the worst song on Illmatic? Nothing. <laughs> no, but like, like every album has a worse song, even if it's not a bad song. I'm just trying to think of the worst songs between those two and like comparing those. I don't Let's see Illmatic. I don't think Illmatic got a album is bro, hard to pick. Know. We're talking about we go we're talking about Genesis, New York State of Mind, Life of Bitch, the I World can't. is yours. The world the, the one he memory. did the remix to. That one. That one, one love. He didn't need to do it again. Like he didn't You like the world is yours? I'm just saying he didn't he didn't need to do a remix to whatever one on that he he remixed and then he like he like did another version. He didn't need to do that. It was already great. I can't remember if it's World is Yours or it ain't hard to tell. One of them has I think it's the world is yours. That word, the world is yours. That first verse is flawless. Oh yeah, there's a like, lot of flawless on Illmatic. <laughs> the way the way the he just rocked it, Yeah, um, I'm okay. I, I, I'm I'm okay with this top fifty list. Like I'm gonna let it live as long as there is not another Michael Jackson album ahead of Off the Wall since they put Off the Wall at thirty six. But if I get to like the top twenty and I see bad oh, no, or let thriller, me you, look, I'm don't be move. Mad. Don't oh, move. Yeah, you gonna, you gonna, I'm gonna be mad. I'll go roll because they gonna real try to throw thriller. Just to see this. Number twelve is the highest the selling 20. album of all time. It's so thriller. I think that pretty much tells you what you need to well, know. There you go. There you go. I don't care if it's the highest selling album. Thriller is not better than Off the Wall. Oh, listen, I everyone I knows love... that Off the Wall is the best Michael Jackson album, but. 
Thriller is also the greatest selling album of all time. I, I, but I will say this. Cool Look, I love Off the Wall. I truly I do, do love Not Off the one Wall. One miss on that whole fucking album. But they ain't. It's for me, Thriller. They, it's feel like every they everything they did, they tighten it up. I'm not gonna say it's That's not production. Sure so it's not. It's not like production perfect. But off the wall, it's just that was Mike's change, dog. Uh, like really, production wise, is like the, still that, that the high like, work. Mike and his young. All I mean, recording. You know, we gotta talk about like Quincy Jones. Goddamn Quincy Jones. Um, Bruce Swedeen, who nobody really knows, but he's the recording engineer who did all Michael shit. That motherfucker was in his bag on Thriller as well. I see this. Like, this dude, is how I, this create controversy, dog. How the fuck? What's up? Why the fuck would you? Why would you do this? Why would you put? Back to black at 33 and then put lemonade at 32. Why would you do that? Lemonade is amazing album. But so it is, is back to black. And the cultural nigga. impact of lemonade is greater than the impact of back to black. But nigga, back to I black put, is I fucking amazing. Lim- I will put lemonade in front of back to black. I would not. I would too. I would actually. I love Amy, man. Love, I, I love, fuck love, with love, Amy. Love. Amy is Amy I, is a I, whole different sound for me. I can't put lemonade. Before back, I, to I black, look, bro. look. I think lemonade. I'm I'm putting lemonade higher than Lauren Hill. I mean, I'm fine with that. I'll put four by new albums before Lauren well. Hill. I love Kendrick Lauren, being top twenty. Look, though. I'm not gonna lie, Lauren Hill should not been the highest. I don't even. I don't even call because I don't consider that a hip hop album. It, it is, is a hip hop album. It is, it is extremely hip hop. Like, I feel like it's a hip hop, hip hop album. It's you know what I feel like I feel like it's really that mesh. Like it's the perfect mesh of of in in, in hip hop influence in R and B. Yeah, but also Lauren like, is like spitting. Yeah, on she is most of the songs. Oh no, no, no! I get it. I, I, I get it. And, and I think, and that's when I like. That's it's one of the albums where I feel like it's it's showing what hip hop can do as a genre. Yeah, that's what so I'm saying. Like, it's like encompassing the elements as like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a hip-hop culture, quote-unquote, you know, album. I kind of started like one place. I, I started one place and then and then literally <laughs> talked myself back into mm-hmm. it is a hip-hop album. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's it has not a, necessarily a rap album, but it's a hip-hop album. It nah, I yeah. literally just did that. I was literally just talking about it and then just like, no, nope, we're somewhere like, else. I don't like if Cassidy, <laughs> if Cassidy can make rap albums where every rap album has a, a singer on it, an R&B singer on it, then I don't see why Lauryn Hill can't just be her own rapper and R&B singer on her album and it count as a rap album and a hip hop album. There you right. go. I, I love Stevie Wonder at number four. Yeah, you can't put him any lower than that, really. Dude, I'm I at least one of his Carole albums King and probably it's going to be something that like. I'm just glad she's that, in here. That album, I just remember putting that on one day because, you know, being our age, you you listen to, yeah, like, you're used to listening to a lot of the classic songs, right? Yeah. But you have to go back and really listen to, like, the like the albums, like the like the whole cuts. And I remember just one day just sitting here like, oh, let me listen to, like, songs and Kid Life just, just all the way through. And I put that shit on, man. I was like, oh, my God, this dude is amazing. Like, just, there, just, there is just, no... First of all, I own this. Do I have this Johnny Mitchell album? I do not. I need to get this. There is no rap album after Illmatic, in my opinion, that is better than Illmatic on this list. I think Pippa Butterfly is better than Illmatic. I can't do no. I'm I can't do that either. And I love the Pippa Butterfly, but I'm you know I I think the two albums that are the high. Well, no, that's not true. Public Enemy is higher than both uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy and Pippa Butterfly, and I think those are the two best rap albums of all time. I, I, 
I would have. I would have put. I put. I would have put Cat Wu Tang in front of Illmatic. Illmatic at three. Wu Tang at four. You got on that rapping, and then the rest of them after that. You cannot have you got on your album rapping and put that shit above Illmatic. You cannot do that, bro. Yes, you can. You niggas was can't have who you got. You cannot have you got rapping on your album, dude. You got like the the where New York was and wasn't at that time, and then Wu Tang just came. Wu Tang came in there. Literally, oh, yeah, like, again and again. I yeah, hear what you're saying. Like I hear what they, you're saying. Because they did. Like, mix that junk in the closet. I hear what right. you're saying. <laughs> but Nas has been able and, to keep his whole and, career. Oh, I got to check my Doom standard and see where Mad Villain is at in this list, too. Because otherwise, I'm going to drive the road and cut somebody. Nas has kept his whole career off of what album? He did. He has. He has. That's a one hot album every career average. Nas has built a whole career in hip-hop and has helmed himself to be next to Jay-Z for the last 30 years off one album. Oh, one. Not even just one album. His first ever album. Yes, his not even, right. We, we can talk about the, the cultural impact of Wu-Tang, but Nas has legit become and stayed Nas because his first fucking album is <laughs> untouchable by everyone. So good, right. Except even him, even him, he can't even do. He don't know how he did it. It wasn't even him. It's like <laughs> he can't it's even like, ruin his own legacy. He questions. can't get in his own way about how good that fucking it's record is. It's two questions that need to Q-tip, be answered. Primo, Large Professor, and who else produced on that? Yeah, the Bro. who's who? Because that that was no, literally the night. Like everybody, Illmatic and 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 Wu Tang was New York trying to reclaim the throne that that you know the West Coast the West Coast had taken. And Wu Tang did, did it, it by just being themselves, like just being yeah. like just out in Staten Island, and nobody knew them. <laughs> they just came out of nowhere. But it's, and it's then too, Nas it's, it's... coming up with Large Professor, and then at that time where there was just so many classic people trying to get their start, like yes. these names before they were named. New York was the hungriest it has ever been. Uh, like, niggas ate in Queens, and nobody has ever eaten in Queens that well since. There are two questions that have to be answered before humanity is completely wiped off this earth. Who built the pyramids and who helped Nas do Illmatic? Because it, it wasn't just him. Like, it had to be aliens helping this Yo, nigga pick so, beats and write them bars. Sidebar, bro. real quick, there's a podcast called Heat Rocks where they, like, talk to a musician usually about their favorite album and they just talk about it in depth. And they do an episode on Illmatic and the dude who does it, he's a LA, he's like an underground rapper. I think he's from LA. But he's like a fucking humongous Illmatic stand specifically. And he knows so much shit about how that album was made. And it's an incredibly fascinating episode. Anybody that's remotely interested in Illmatic, go check that shit out. It's a very good, very good podcast. At least that one episode is amazing. I haven't listened to much of the rest of it, but that one is fire. I tried to listen like, to the Beach Boys. Everybody wanted to work with Nas too because he came out on live at the barbecue and he was like this underground sensation. Everybody was like, "Yo, Nas about to be the next guy." So mm. then he didn't even have to work hard to get Primo and like Q-Tip and them in the studio because they already wanted to work with him. And then it just so happened that they also gave him the like fireest shit that they could come possibly come up with. You know what I mean? Like he didn't pick those beats, dog. Some, they gave him those beats. They had to have because if Nas had picked them, they wouldn't have been that good. <laughs> there's like Nas we have one beat for you sir but I see 10 of we have one beat for you sir here <laughs> like they they gave him those beats Mary J's what's the 411 is like 271 I feel like they're about to list a bunch of other R&B albums that are not 
I don't oh yeah, see. I haven't finished looking at this list. So okay. First of all, Nirvana's Unplugged is good, but it's not better than BB King. It's, and it's not more It's not better than a lot of things on that list, and I like that album. But Houses of the Holy at two hundred and seventy eight. I wanna see where the rest of Led Zeppelin's catalog is before I make a judgment. I'll say that that fucking pet sounds by the Beach Boys. Ooh. I have tried to listen to that, but that is some super. We were white and grew up on this because I didn't think it that shit was is that. Not amazing. for me, man. Yeah, I, I it is not it. for me. Like it is a hugely like revolutionary album for like studio stuff and all of that, but it's not for you, boy. Right? It didn't. It didn't. I've I couldn't to get it several it times to try to make myself like it, but I, I couldn't don't. do it, bro. I just gave up. I was like, it's not me. It's the, it's the record, but it's me. But it's the record. I Curtis Mayfield. Curtis is not a 275 level album by any stretch of the imagination <laughs> that shit is incredible oh casey musgraves at higher than mary j Blige. that album slaps though but is it better than what's the I, 411? here's what i'm saying there's a bunch of r&b albums that are not better than what's the 411 and i guarantee you they're in the top of this they're in the top of the numbers across this board this album is I would, way I would too love, low i would love somebody to or break high. down like have all 500 like the list like this but then also break it down into genres and put those orders I, that is what there. I want. yeah same like the best by be genre cool. according to this list that's, and you would get to yes. see it for real you I would think get that's to more see instructive it. honestly that that would that would fuck the game up cause then you'd actually I, see depending on how much free time I have this weekend I might be the one that ends up doing then it you could, then you could just straight compare to yeah like, right like like to like and be like nah man you can't be higher than this if you ain't better than this album <laughs> yeah mm, they have an album that's sitting behind Ella Cool J's mama said knock you out not far behind it Every but it is behind it Headhunters that shit is fire that's the one yeah, yeah. I kind of moved on to the next 50 down yeah let's check them out wait in which direction 350 uh, or 250 to 201 so they got TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool at 218. And like it's a good one. I listened to this album a lot as a kid. And then I went back and tried to listen to it as an adult and I couldn't get through it. It has bangers on it. Does it bang the Hell whole yeah. way through? Not in my opinion. And I, I think that that's why it, it it's lucky to be on this list. But like they were they really put it up here because they was looking at waterfalls. <laughs> they was like, listen, we got to give them something for waterfalls. But that was that was when, too, we talking about like mm, that one came they out. They were fucking jazz all the way up, man. Giant steps by Coltrane at 232. And like TLC was the biggest group at that time. Oh, they got they got a lot of Kanye albums in the 200s. They got graduation at 204. Long as long as wow. late registration is ahead of everything Ooh. except it's for my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I'm okay my beautiful with that dark twisted fantasy is, is I, I know it's not ahead of dark twisted fantasy. The that's like twenty. Oh no no no! Like, dark twisted oh, no, fantasy right. is is his best. Yeah, but late registration is, is second. Is his second best. I will by not far. argue late registration versus my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I would take either one of them in a high position. Listen, I won't an argument it. is reasonable. It's not like you saying some crazy shit. Like yeah, they're both I won't, excellent. I won't argue because but I love anti both is not better than Giant Steps by John Coltrane. And anti. that's no disrespect to Rihanna. I was about to say, you great. talking about Rihanna's Dude. anti? Giant Steps is one of the most influential jazz albums ever. Dude, and like you, the title track is still like, if you can play saxophone, 
you can't play saxophone until you can play Giant Steps by John Coltrane. Dude, like, have you seen song. the breakdown that is still yes, called the Giant Steps? Yes, such a such a great breakdown yeah. of just how that thing sounds simple, but also but it, it is, is literally not. so difficult. Yeah, like they, they were like this dude was speaking English, Mandarin, just <laughs> Klingon yeah, on the same. Yeah, yeah, right. The same he song. Joe back for in the middle of sentences. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to read along to it at 255 BPM. Yo, it wasn't too. Uh, she did when she did the breakdown about him playing and 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 the and the piano the, player uh, getting the, the piano music and just trying like, to fumble through, it. just struggling. Like that's the take they had. He is trying his best. He is moving his little fingers. This is a professional just, piano player trying his best to keep up. And coach is like, uh huh, uh huh. I'm just going to come through. Play seven thousand notes. Yo, they yeah. have damn at one seventy five, and they Ooh, have life. After, I don't like it. They have life after death at one seventy nine, and they have D'Angelo's what? Brown Sugar at one eighty three. I'm okay with that. Brown Sugar is very good, but it's nowhere near Voodoo. Which I'm not, okay with that because Voodoo's at twenty eight. But we're not yeah, just exactly. comparing it to Voodoo. <laughs> we're comparing it to all other R and B albums that are going to make this list it, after this. I think damn is too low. I mean. Okay, so Brown's debut album is too low at 221. Brown Sugar is the start of Neo Soul. Ooh, they got yes. the Black Album at 155. Well, they got the Metallica Black Album, which was the first Black Album at 200 and a lot. 200 and I gotta scroll. I'm still scrolling to find I, it. I actually, I, actually, I actually thought that would be higher. Question is, yeah, I would doubt? too. It's one of the best metal albums ever. Wait, Reasonable which album are you talking about? Jay Z's one or Metallica? The, 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 the Metallica one. Yeah, I would too. He's talking about Metallica. I'm talking about Jay Z's one. Yeah, I know. You're talking about the Jay Z one. Reasonable doubt is not in the top 50, is it? Reasonable doubt, reasonable doubt is not in the top 50. Blueprint, Blueprint is in better the top 50. and it is in the top 50. Reasonable doubt should not be in the top 50. I don't agree, I agree with that at all. I don't think Blueprint is better than Reasonable Doubt, but oh, I'm yeah. Over it, so. Oh, just, just, just music wise, yeah. Yeah, Kanye and Just Blaze. That's, I mean, that's great, but you have classic J songs and bars on Reasonable Doubt. Like that nigga was super fucking hungry. This is just a, and, and that nigga was different. Like I mean on Blueprint, but also no no no. Jay wasn't hungry on Blueprint. Jay was spitting Jay on Blueprint. Sp- he was established at that. Yeah, point. Jay, Jay was mad cool. He was talking shit though, man. Like he was so much shit. Question: It started off with the started off with the best Jigga, Like is just that nigga Jigga on Blueprint or Jigga that nigga? Is that song on Blueprint? Yeah, jigga that. Yeah, see, and reasonable doubt track list real quick. Jigga, jigga that nigga. That jigga, already, yeah. that already is, is. That's one of the reasons why Blueprint. Man, I be like, see, I got to skip a song. I got to skip a song. Can you put this shit on? Blueprint is a classic album. It is a classic album. That song is fucking trash, though. That song is a piece of shit. <laughs> that song it's is not worse trash. than Cashmere Thoughts. It is absolutely worse than Cashmere Thoughts. Disagree. I can't. Fine, I can't remember Cashmere Thoughts on top of my head right now. Exactly. It is super. <laughs> if you can hold on, hold on. You can remember. If you can't remember Cashmere Thoughts, that's probably because you ain't heard it in a minute. But you remember Jigga that nigga being some shit. And you ain't that song is Jigga that nigga trash. Jay Z was spitting that beat is dog. That song don't is do a this. Bad nope. Don't Come do on this. the track. Yeah. Wow. See, making fun, make act like some shit is good because it's terrible. It's not that okay. song is fun to listen to. That song is. Tr- there's a different. There's a lot of fun songs that are terrible to listen to. That song is fucking trash. This song is terrible. No, man. it's not. I feel like it we need to put a poll is. on. Uh, we need to put this on. Uh, Hey, the, uh, if the, niggas want, I'm not, tomorrow, about, I'm not giving that song any more. Cashmere thoughts versus Jigga by Digga. Which one? Yes, let's go. No poll 
for he fucking like, oh, jigging that Cashmere Thoughts existed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that song is trash. <laughs> rap the opening bars of Cashmere Thoughts right now. I'll give you a million dollars. Yeah, I'm not going to rap for you the opening bars of Jigga That Nigga. Like, get on the Just being a throwback on the other city. Just because you remember the bars and shit doesn't mean that it's a worse song. There's a lot of songs that I know are better than that shit. No, it doesn't. Why does it? No, it doesn't. Let me fucking rap. I listen to. I can't give you the first five bars. That doesn't mean that song is bad or is worse than Jigga That Nigga. I remember Jigga That Nigga because it's terrible. Is that fucking I'm about to remember it because it's catchy. Is why no, remember I remember it. because it's fucking terrible. The cashmere thoughts, real quick. I had to hear that song way before it ended on that thoughts. album too. That nigga was trying to push that song so goddamn hard, so goddamn terrible. Wait, what song? Uh, Jigga that nigga. That nigga nah. Jigga. Nah. Yes, that one. Not nah. Yes, that song we've been talking about. Rap the first bars of regrets. Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. Um, what's, what's your point? Are you saying I'm the regrets is worse now? Every. Huh? What? My point is every <laughs> album has a song that's not as good as the hold rest on, of the hold song. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you saying regrets is a bad song? No. So I'm saying regrets saying? isn't as strong as the rest of the album. Is the rest of what album? Reasonable Doubt. Bruh. Okay. Okay, Mike. <laughs> okay, sorry. Man, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't. Know, I mean, Blueprint is my personal preference, but this is better. That is a that is a big gap between them two albums, though. For Jay Z, you mean I, the first yeah, one versus fair. the. I was at the gap. I will put the gap a little closer. Fifth one, sixth one. All right. Here's a question. This is controversial, but should all of Kendrick's albums be in the top 100? No. Which one? I'm not talking about Untitled or Master, but or Section 80, but the other three. I would say if I had, if I, if I'm picking one that's not going to be there, it's going to be Good Kid. I think Good Kid is a great opener album. I think that shit is amazing. That's, but the, woo, I feel like the growth concept album for your ass, though. It is. I look, the, here's the thing. I still but we're talking that about Beast Regret is terrible, by the way. No, I it's feel not. Like you need good to go kid see that oh, I feel like I like Good Kid better than I like Damn. Mm. That, okay, that's fair. I probably do too. And I just got the, 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 the story, mm. the skit, everything about it is. It's so it's just, so succinct. The flow yeah. of this. Like it's, 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 it's really it's literally like story versus because like when he put a good kid and he was like a film by Kendrick. Like I was yeah, like that's oh, what it was, but like that's what it was from start to finish. Everything Even with Compton being the fucking credits roll. So oh like, I'm yes, comparing, it's so I'm triumphant. That, yes, exactly. I'm comparing that which it has dips where it's clearly like the single part. Even though it's supposed to be part of the story, it's still like this was clearly a single, right? So sometimes. I feel like sure. it weaves out of the the sonic smoothness of the album, right? The fluidity that is in "Damn." "Damn" literally well, can go forwards or backwards. Real tight, too, though. It, I mean, like, it, yes, but sometimes I feel like the skits fall into the singles, and that's where I get pulled out of it. I'm like, oh, that's right, it's time for a single, and that's fine. It's mostly because Kendrick got so much fucking play off those songs. 
damn to me in that retrospect. I just had a, hold up, real quick. I'm backwards. Gonna, promise I'm gonna let you get back to where you're at. But I just had an epiphany right now. But what just, if the singles, Brandon, mm-hmm. are like the part of the movie where they are playing a song to punctuate a scene, like you would do by putting a, that type of song into Ooh. an actual movie? Because mm, look, no, I, I don't. I, I, every I don't time I have the type of song you would play while people are drinking at a party in Dude, a movie. That's what, every time I hear swimming pools. I, I get the picture of him as a little kid, of him as like a 16 year old, walking it like that scene where you walking into the party. Into the party, yeah. And, and, and he's still trying to feel, he's still trying to feel himself yeah. when he's getting all this pressure to drink because everybody else is drinking. Right? Yeah. Like, I just, that's. I, I hear what like, you're saying. It still hits for me. It still takes me out like a single, it still hits like a single. And I, even I, if you're, I feel like I'm watching this movie scored every time. Every time I watch it, every time I listen like that, it still pulls me out. But like Money Trees does the same thing for me, and Money Trees is dope as fuck. But it does the same thing for me. And that is Money Trees does the exact same thing in my mind. That is, this is punctuating a scene of them actually breaking, doing a B and E on somebody's fucking. And that is because y'all are like really, really in love with the story concept of the album. And that's fine. That's what it's supposed to be like. But for me, it doesn't work that way. Like, I'm listening to it and I'm going, the, song, the songs that keep it within the groove of the story for me are the ones that actually aren't the bigger hits. Like, the towards the end, I think, think about the me, I'm dying part. And that type of shit. Yeah, that shit is the stuff that sure. I want to hear. In the, that, that's when I hear a song in a movie. I'm like, oh, damn, they went out of their way to find a song that did not overpower the scene. It literally just comes See, I think to that background song is dialogue it. rather than a song. I get what I would give. Man. You, oh uh, man, why we? I get why where we you're coming why from. We, wow. Um. Whew. Like no, no. I get, it's, it's cool because it's, it's two totally different perspectives of the same thing, and both of them work. Like I can see it as a dialogue, but I can also see it as that song that's like playing in the background for that real powerful moment. And the song can't be too much to pull away from that moment, but it has to be just enough to keep that moment there. So, like, I see what both of y'all are saying. It works in both ways. Which I I agree with that. Which, again, makes it why I think I like it more than damn. (laughs) I don't know. Something about something about damn. It's powerful. It's so raw. That damn, like, that's why I'm a raw raw listener. Like, it's like pure. It's like this is. Just a retelling. It's like almost a documentary. Like this is just Which some one? shit that happened. I'm relaying it to you. Or good kid. No, good kid. Pimple Butterfly is like Kendrick soapboxing and like you know trying to like. I am. This is a message. I am giving you this message. Listen to what I have to say. I am trying to make a point here, and he does that extremely well. And I love that album as well. Damn is just like raw emotion. You know what I mean? I feel like more than the rest of his albums, it is just a raw expl- expression of his emotions. And that is why like, it's so gripping. And when he performs it live, why it's, it hits so well. Because it's just like, I mean, you look at the album cover and that pretty much sets the, the tone for where he's at mentally. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll say and this. Like, goes from there. I was not a fan of... So songs like Compton, which was which could have been put to the side I or not. I love that song. I am. I was not a fan. I of wish Compton. you would play it live so fucking bad. I was not a fan of Compton until I heard "Good Kid, Mad City" because it fits as a title credit, as an end credit song. Walking out the, the theater. The sequence on that one is it that couldn't just, be any other place in the album. That just works. But like the mashup of "Sing About Me" and "Real" 
just like nails how you score a film for those cool. types of moments. Other one, but as a as a film, like if you if you're saying Good Kid is a is a black ass film, right? It's some huge brothers directed shit that and that that fits the sound that he was going for. So as a film concept as well, like if it had actually been a movie, I think it would have been great. Pippa Butterfly for me is something that really pushes Kendrick fans. It really, really tugs on their ear. Like, yo, how much of a fan are you really? Because there are a lot of there, there are a lot of points on that album where it just steps out of being music and steps into just being fucking pain and emotion. And you're listening to that translated into a song. And it can be hard. Like, I can definitely see people listening to that and just being like, it's too, I don't get what he's doing right here. Like, I don't get it. I don't like Putting it. you on at a party is going to crush that fucking party's vibe immediately. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and he does that. Like, it's no he way does around. that to push the listener, right? He's really ah, testing. Like, what? He's really testing the boundaries that his fans are really, are willing to go with him, right? So he yeah. gets a border and like he his pushes bars that. And also, like, this, the pure sonics of it. It's like almost a funk album that has rapping on top of it. It, 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 it you, could, you, could, you could honestly listen to it and be like, this album is all over the place. Or you could listen to it and be like, the structure of this album is insane if you understand the journey and the trip he's trying to carry you on. Like, I feel like Good Kid Mad City is a journey. I feel like um, Pimple Butterfly is a trip. And that makes yeah, I follow. So you. you're going with that. Damn, to me, is just somebody who now completely, fully understands their capabilities sonically and lyrically. So damn is just damn all the way through, which is why you can listen to it forward and backwards flawlessly, get the same story, but from two different angles. It's parallel structure in a fucking that album. Shit. That's crazy. That to me. reason alone needs damn in the top fifty. Like no, I've never heard. That's a rap why album I'm like damn is my is one of my shit can do that coherently. Ever. That's why damn is one of my shits. Like for you, do you like for you to be able to sit in a studio with Ali and them and have to mix and master something to sound good forwards and backwards and to make sense and to fucking fit together and to be so flawless that people it's not don't even, like, can't even he tell recorded other really. songs. Those weren't the only songs. But he managed to get a track list of 14 songs that works that perfectly in both directions and tells the same narrative. Like it's, but it's not even just it's not even just picking and dropping songs into the track listing, right? It's actually mixing and like like transitioning backwards and forwards for those songs. That amount of work is insane. I can't even. I don't even understand where you start with some shit like that. Right. See, I've always seen damn. Like I've seen. Like, I see the first one as a movie, and I see Damn as the sequel. Interesting. Okay. That's different. Right? Because, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, uh, Pim Butterfly as a sequel. Uh, Damn to I me. I was about to say, Damn I was like, me. Yeah, I was waiting for you to explain it. I was oh, like, okay. I, 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 I was. So that's like, why I said that's different. I was like, that is new. Let's go. What is so, it? What does it mean? So it's almost like because like, we're gonna take because Kendrick's talking about himself in each of these albums, right? Yes. So like, you know, Good Kid, Mad City, and and and. And then, um, what is it called? And then, um, Pimp Butterfly. I literally just, that's just the sequel to Good Kid, right? Just a sequel. I'm continuing the story of this dude. We picking up exactly where we left off. And I feel like, damn, is when you get a story and then somebody goes, uh, and five years later, 
Like that's where I feel like damn comes out. Like he's okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. I feel you on that. It's like, like in game. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like we we have jumped ahead. Things are different, and you don't know that until you start hearing it, right? Because you know, because like I said, you you end on Compton, right, and then you start on King Kunta. So you it's end literally on like end- and a skit that says, "Yo, Top Dog wants you to come to the studio." Yeah, and then and you go then- to. You go to King, you go, you go to literally, um, was it Wesley's theory first, right? Yeah. Like you a rapper now, you actually, yeah, rapper, with him just being like, dog, now you popping. Like I'm the shit. And then he did like, then he literally like, oh, I'm the best thing. I got all this money to being like, I am the literal shit in King right. Kunta. Like I am, I'm, I'm, I'm coming back to my hood. Before I was like, I'm going to do this for Compton. Now I'm coming back in Compton dancing on y'all niggas. Cause I yes. am the literal <laughs> shit, but then that shit like literally like breaks down on his ass, right? Right. And he has to have he has to have this whole this whole thing. So like yeah, there's like you get that one story art from like him from like sixteen to like eighteen or something like that. Like you went like that, and then you went back and like now he's twenty eight, <laughs> right? Now now he's now he's matured in his ways, and then you get damn. I mean, and I, you're like I see. So like, of course it's the sequel. But it does something, Pimple Butterfly does something that a lot of sequels, especially like since we're, you know, the the juxtaposition between this and films, it does something that a lot of films can't do. And it would probably be better if a lot of films actually did it this way. Um, mm-hmm. It is a sequel that doesn't depend on the first film. Yes. And that is what, that that is why, like, I listen to the Pimple Butterfly. And I, I like I more look at it when I'm listening to him and he's actually referencing younger Kenny in Good Kid Mad City and he's recalling things that happened. I reference that as I look at that as kind of a, you know, if you know, you know, if you're aware that there was a film before this, then and you saw it, then you could connect these dots. It's like Once Upon a Time in Mexico being a sequel to Desperado, but you don't at all need to have watched Desperado the first time to get the movie. Yeah, like you can and you can do stuff. You you can you can set it up like that. Um, it just it's for me. It's like you. It's like he makes callbacks to something that did happen before. And if you're aware of it, cool. Those are Easter eggs for you. If you're not aware of it, fine, because you'll get the full experience of a story being told that you need to get just from to pimp a butterfly and you're not really missing the forest for the trees because it's its own set of woods like it's its own forest and if you do know about good kid mad city i don't feel like it's i guess for me it's not a big enough effect that it adds this great new experience or this great of uh, this it doesn't it doesn't create this whole bigger picture right it's just like oh I can go back and listen to this and be like, oh, this was Kenny at one point. And then I can listen to this and be like, this is Kenny at another point. Or this is another person that is Kendrick now that's rapping about the industry and the way he perceives it there. It's for me, it's it's weird. I feel like they're two different Kendricks and still the same Kendrick. So it, yeah, like when I look at definitely. it as a sequel, it's it, it, it's like comparing two films that have a relation, but they don't necessarily have to be sequels. But it is clearly a sequel damn is just some whole other like we just we we got money to do an indie film project and we just did whatever the fuck we wanted to do but we're amazing filmmakers so we did it really fucking well and we're about to get like oscar nominations for this because it's technically flawless like it's just it's raw to the point where it's pure as fuck 
So I think I can then say all three of these albums should be in the top 100. Yeah, I probably just dug myself into that hole of they all should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It is fair to say we are in a consensus about that. This nigga really be rapping, man. Like, uh, it's a bold move to put like three of somebody's albums in the top 100, but also Stevie Wonder got three of them. The Beatles got three of them, at least. Bro, at 175, like, he's though? up there, man. Like, like he's he probably the best rapper of all Se- time. Look, Section 80 is not anywhere near his best stuff, and it's still better and than a lot of rappers. Cool wow, that's a yes, bold statement, absolutely. dog. I don't feel like it's not anywhere near his best shit. I feel like that's a younger Kendrick doing no, some amazing shit. It's a prequel shit. to, to <laughs> I'm just saying it's not anywhere near his best shit, because that's how good his best shit is. I think like, it is, though. I think, his, I think Section 80 deserves to be right up there, honestly, and I think OD it's deserves like to be versus right up there. Yeah, it, it, yeah it, it's, for me, it's like it's like LeBron at his height versus LeBron rookie year. LeBron it's rookie year still was looking right. rookie year, all pro, like all there you like, go. He was still there. LeBron versus I guess for me, it's different. For me, it's like if you didn't have LeBron in the league, in the league he's in, if you had him in another league, and he was like, you look at him and you go, like, that motherfucker's going to be amazing because he's amazing right now with what he's doing. Like, I don't, I've, Section 80 for me is just, Kendrick has, Kendrick has made albums in a fashion that I don't think any other artist has done. And like Karen, Karen, comparing his his discography to other people is just bad for it's them. It's unfair to most people that it, aren't like bad the for them. Or OD like that. is fucking phenomenal. Like OD is a phenomenal fucking. You want to call it an EP? Call it an EP. I'm mad it is that it doesn't have its official EP released like on vinyl and shit because it fucking should be. That album holds up to damn near anything. They came out that year, the year after it, and if you wanted to put that shit up against albums this year, you absolutely could. Like that's how strong Kendrick's work is. So when yes. I listen to Section Eighty, I don't listen. I don't listen to Section Eighty and go, "Man, he got so much better on Good Kid, Mad City." I listen to Section Eighty and go, "Yo, he was in a different this mindset and a younger frame man. when he did this. Like he was able to still do amazing shit at this level in the game." that I don't think has like deteriorated over time. It hasn't lost any of its fucking value. And I don't think it's that far from the stuff that he did later. Kendrick is probably one of the most consistent as far as growth goes. And yet I don't feel like he had great growth. I feel like he was given the tools necessary to show y'all what he could fucking do. That it was, it was that raw talent was always there. He just didn't have the shit he needed to do it. So by the time, oh, again, but by I the mean, time yeah, down, that's again, like LeBron in 2003 being obviously a generational talent to 2015 LeBron being maybe the most complete basketball player of all time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just look like, at LeBron like there's this business side of growth to him over those years that came with age. Oh, wisdom, there's which business is why side to growth for Kendrick, too. That nigga is rich. I mean, of course he's rich. <laughs> of, of but yeah, not rich. just from rap music is what I'm saying. He's diversified. Yeah. I don't know. Just, like, I don't. I don't see them being that far apart. I just don't. No, I don't see them being that, stretch being that far. I just see Section Eighty, and I'm like, I'll put that shit up against any of his other stuff as well, because it's a different Kendrick, and he's still strong as fuck on that shit. It's like for me, it's just, it's kind of the same thing with Schoolboy. I'll put setbacks up against his new shit, Schoolboy, and that's because it's a different Schoolboy, but that motherfucker is still raw on setbacks. So you can get two different experiences from this nigga. And again, I, th- I, I wonder if Oxymoron on this list. I really want to go through and find all the rap albums now. I don't know. I don't know if Oxymoron would end up here. I don't know if he gets enough. I don't know if it would either, but I was just curious. 
I'd like to say I would love to see if somebody broke down. That was awesome. <laughs> if somebody broke down like by genre, I think that'd just be cool to that would make so many people be a mad, cool way man. to to break up the list and stuff like that. You know, and keep keep their numbers of wherever they landed. I do yeah, not agree. Exactly. I do not agree with Channel Orange being all the way back here at one forty eight, but it's fine. It's whatever. It's whatever. Yeah. I see it in the 200. Wow. Okay. 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 All right, guys. Take care. Number 95. Where you at? No. See? See? No. See? No. Take care of the top 100? My nigga. Yes, nigga. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. My nigga. Fuji's the score is at 134. That is ahead of damn. That is ahead of damn. Uh, and two Kanye albums. No, nah, no. Nah. Two Kanye take, albums. Dude, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Take care. Take care by Drake should not be in the top a hundred albums of all time. It should not. We, top a hundred albums, all the genres, bro. <laughs> Every genre, bro. It's all the music. All, all the genres. We, you tell me right there, you could come up with nine with with hundred and one, <laughs> like albums that were better than that. Now I gotta go behind ninety five and see what rap albums are. Nigga, lower good than kid, Drake. Mad City dude, is lower. What is good what is good kid, Mad City? What is one hundred? Than take care. Good kid, Mad City is one fifteen. It is lower. What, what is one hundred? Number one hundred is Janet's Control is lower. One hundred three, one hundred two. Led Zeppelin's debut album. Oh no, sorry, oh. that's one hundred one. But number one hundred still, still is, Led Zeppelin's yeah, debut yeah. album. Yeah, is exactly. Behind yeah. Take Care. Behind Take Care. Loving the crew, nigga. <laughs> Led Zeppelin is lower. We talk, we talk, we're talking Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin wow. one. Hold on. Yeah, so Led if Zeppelin. Take Care, if Take Care is here, then where the fuck is So Far Gone? It's so okay, far. Yeah. Where is so far gone? So take care is ahead of Daylight Souls, three feet high and rising. Bro, at one nigga, nigga, it's yeah. ahead of Marshall Mathers LP. Like <laughs> on an influential <laughs> level, my nigga. It's higher. Okay, this is me, like my uh, indie white woman creeping out. But Drake is higher than Fiona Apple's Win the Pawn album, and that is truly a crime that I will never forget. <sighs> none, none of this. None of this. None. Of, I still don't understand. How is it ahead of is, Frank Ocean? Is, is, how is it ahead it's of Charlie fine, Orange, my nigga? One, good Kid, Man City is one fifteen. How is it ahead of REM? How is it ahead hey, of hey, Twan, Late registration is one seventeen. Nigga, see, see, take care. Why the late registration, y'all? What, no. did, what did they say about take care, bro? They got college dropout uh, at seventy four, but they got late registration at one seventeen. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I love okay. college dropout. I, I feel like. I feel like but College also, Dropout gets shit. College Dropout hurt. is my second favorite Kanye album, but mm-hmm. I also accept that Late Registration Me, is a better album. Bro, John this Bryan is, produced on Late Registration. Like it's, I love Kanye production on College Dropout, but it's not a comparison with John Bryan stepped in the studio. The game changed. Like, it, dude, me, me and Brad always said it sounds Late Registration makes College Dropout sound like a bootleg. It does. <laughs> and College Dropout actually had a bunch of bootlegs. I so like that the hungriness it of it. Oh, it did. Yo. College Dropout, my bootleg CD with the different version of that one song, Never Let You Down. Bro, the two, how about the most death that song? That was incredible. How about the homeschool? I mean, they, they put Paul's Boutique after Take Care. Yes. I can't do this. How is Damn not had, better than Take Care? They got Led Zeppelin 1 and Led Zeppelin 2. Oh um, no! Fuck no! Two, two is two, the best one. Two, two is the best one. Two, two album. Led Zeppelin two oh needs to be top hundred easily. 
I'm incensed. This shit is egregious. Bro. Oh, I love being angry about lists. Damn, they saying Billie Eilish is worse than Take Care? I don't agree with that. They got this girl at 397. I mean, that's fine. We'll see how like the album holds up over time. It's excellent. It is I a think very, very good album. Take care. They got Black Messiah at 395, though. I don't agree with that, mm-hmm. and it's definitely better than Take Care, but it's fine. It's they, fine. they got control behind Take Care. It's fine. Janet Jackson? Yes. Janet Jackson. Yes. She's in the 100s. Why is she in the 100s for control? Why is it control in the top 50? It's Janet Jackson. It's Janet Dog. Jackson that she did an album that changed the nation. is higher than Master of Puppets by Metallica. Bro, what else is this nigga? He's oh higher than Jilly, Jay Dilla's Donuts. He beat two... He's higher than Donuts? That, yeah, Donuts is the at fact, like 381 or something. Yeah. No, the yeah. fact that Led Zeppelin 2 isn't in the top I'm 100. Blown. That's, that's very surprising to me. I, dog, me too. Listen, they got Take Care higher than the Carter 2. The Carter 2 is at 370. Take care is at ninety nine. Wow! <laughs> Why they just no no, no. Funkadelic's bro. maggot brain, bro. They got they got infamous. They got Mob Deep's the infamous at three sixty nine. But take care is in the nineties. What? And then they put this, this nigga to add insult to injury. He's hired in nineteen ninety nine by Prince. Hold on, dog. To add insult to injury, in, to add insult to injury, Mob Deep's infamous is at three sixty nine. Guess what the fuck is at three sixty seven? If you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah, out of my life. Are you serious? If you're reading this too late, shouldn't he be on this list, bro? Mad Villainy is at three sixty five. By the way, <laughs> three sixty five. Fucking website, nigga. Parliament's Mad the Villainy? mothership. Parliament's what? the mothership connection is at three sixty three. Okay, listen to listen to what I'm saying. Three albums back to back that are apparently not as good as Take Care in back to back at numbers. 130, 129, and 128. We have 1999 by Prince, The Wall by Pink Floyd, and Queen's A Night at the Opera. Queen's A Night at the Opera is worse than... Which, by the way, has Bohemian Rhapsody on it. Queen's A Night at the Opera is, is, below cruel love. is their best shit. Like, <laughs> they made films about it. It's, it's their best Dog. shit. Come on, man. Dog. Are you shitting me? I'm just saying. I just saw Led Zeppelin 2 at 123. I just want to throw my computer through a wall. I'm mad sliding the Family Stone's greatest hits is worse than Take Care. I'm mad at that. <laughs> I'm mad dog. at that. Stand? Nigga, Snoop Dogg's dog. Hotel style. California? Snoop Dogg's dog. Rhythm Nation is at 339, y'all. I'm done. What? Give, give no, this, DJ the flowers, take care. Take care of messing me all up. We have talked so many things about this list. We have talked about different oh, genres. We've been like, okay, like, yeah, okay, I can see this. I can see I'm that. Give it a range. Would I would right. I put it like with it? I'm on like a plus or minus twenty. Would That's I put it, it yeah. in this range? Take care the of my Almond Brothers at Fillmore East is the best live album ever fucking recorded like, in this, this is, like, this is why I said it, this just, this is why I said that this list would piss me off because you're going to find that one album that was the one. that's in the wrong place. <laughs> Nigga, they're saying that Drake's Take like, Care is better than the I justify everything until Take Care sets the, the plus minus benchmark for it. You know what I'm saying? Boom. That's the, that is the one. That is like they made a list and, and, and it's, it makes it worse when you see albums like fucking Rhythm Nation at 397 and Take Care is at 99. Are you serious? Niggas still remember the moves. Brandon, it's higher than ninety nine. No, my bad. Ninety five. I'm sorry, Drake. Like, people, women learned dances 
for Rhythm Nation. They didn't the learn dances to dog. Rhythm Nation. Like, everybody was nigga. It was pop locking the fucking miss you much all day long in the eighties. We didn't learn shit from Take Care other than that Drake is fucking infallible or he's impenetrable. They no, they said they said Marvin's room is a showstopper. Yeah, a it, showstopper. It's a party stopper. It's a, mm-hmm. Marvin's room. Cut that show off. Uh, just just Look, in case y'all were. Just, Take care is better than bad by Michael Jackson. Just so mm-hmm. you know, nigga. Like mm-hmm. throwing that out there. I'm gonna let this like Drake. Bill. Drake almost messed up great songs on this album. This is saying he had hell yeah fucking uh right on this album. He yeah. had mm-hmm. motto mm-hmm. on this yeah. album. He had Lord knows which oh that Rick mm-hmm. oh that Ooh, just plays put his fucking foot in that nigga. <laughs> that beat is so fine. He almost messed his album up in the first half. I remember yeah. I had to I had to struggle through the, the first half of these songs to get to the fire at the he end. He put a lot of trash <laughs> filler bullshit, and this this was Drake feeling that he needed to have not even Drake's songs. best. He it's there not. You. It oh, really okay. is. Okay, 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 it's not. okay, okay. Okay, I'm done. Okay, I'm done. All right, I've reached my breaking point because <laughs> I just now realized, even though we talked about this album earlier, "Take Care" is better, according to Rolling Stone. "Take Care" is better than "Life After Death," and yeah. I just cannot. Yeah, I cannot. Okay. It's better there than "Life go. After Death." It's better than "Doggy Style." It's better than "Damn." It's better than two Kanye albums. Like "Take Care," two Led Zeppelin. Like let "Take Care" is the barometer Stop. right here, y'all. Like, it's like better the, than Bridge Over Trouble Water by Simon and Garfunkel. Like, look, at this care. point, you got you to gotta think of, we're talking, this is the top 100 albums of all time. That's Ever. basically what you're saying. Take yes. care. Take care right? is in there. So the top, top 100 is, is, be, is, is different from number 483. But take right? care yes. is there. Definitely. That's a, that's a different. That's like <laughs> hollowed ground. Like, this is the fucking pantheon of music. They put this nigga at 95. Nine D. I'm saying when five. we were talking about D'Angelo's Brown Sugar earlier, I was trying to tell Take you. Take care is better than Mama's Gun. Needs to be better. Is that what we saying, Bruh. Dog. And listen, I like. I'm I like. So if Take Care was at three ninety five, we would not be having this conversation at all. Three ninety five, but I would still be mad. Why is it on this list at all? Where <laughs> is nothing was the same? Because two ninety five would be a little bit much. Where is nothing was the same then? Because I don't. I have, I've been through some of the numbers. I ain't seen that anywhere. Are you saying that Take Care is that much? You know what? I'm done. I wish this list was like searchable. Like if you could just type in the album at the How? top. Okay, see. so what you type still, in an artist and see what comes up. If you're still yeah, reading this, it's one. okay. Is good Dude. if you're if you're reading this is too late made the list but not it, nothing was the same didn't make the list. Look for for really? me, I was so surprised to 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 see, and I'm still can't figure out to see Led Zeppelin two outside of top 100. Brian, Led Zeppelin two has always been regarded as one of like the best rock albums of all time. Like it is up up it's like it's literally absolutely. just when people would talk about. A rock album, they were like Led Zeppelin, too. Like, like just. But I remember it, going back one day just to listen to Led Zeppelin too, and I was like, "Yo, this shit is fire." Hey, like, yo, this, this, Usher's Confessions is at four thirty two. Wow, what is Usher's Confessions album? It's a good ass album. My confession. I feel like Confessions deserves to be at least in the top two hundred. If we're talking about R and B projects, they have. Oh, it's I'm, crazy. I'm okay with it being there, but I'm it is a big very Usher good, fan, but. I mean, you know what should have been, but you know what you know what it should have been around it. <laughs> take care. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever number Usher was at, take care should have been at least ten albums lower than that. Oh <laughs> like, 
take care. Right, Moby Dick, home. Ramble On, Heartbreaker, The Lemon Song, and Whole Lot of Love are all on Let's Hey, yo, too. yo, is there a Roots album in the top 100? No, I don't think so. Ooh, so how I got things over... Things Fall Apart not being top 100 is dog, pretty brutal. Things it, Fall Apart... on the list, cool. Things Fall Apart is at like 416, my nigga. Ooh. Yikes. Is that the highest rated Roots album? I don't know. I didn't go into the lower 500s or the, the higher 400s, I guess, is what you'd call it. I'm scared to look because Supreme Clientele is at 403, but Drake is at 95. Ooh, I'm, just I'm happy it's on there, but also still an insult again to be lower. I'm Are just, you serious? How is Supreme Clientele lower, Dog. worse than Take? No, take care of method all up for us. Niggas that was don't the even one. know. It, niggas dog. still don't even know who Tommy Matola is. And I feel like, they know that verse. And I feel like, yeah, come on, bro. We're we not saying. I'm not even saying that take care don't belong on the list. I am. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even gonna go that far either. I I agree with you, Brandon. But I'm not even gonna say that. <laughs> I'll be that nigga. <laughs> it's okay. But dog, it's better. Allegedly, then life after death. Hey, Mike, can we Are wrap this all the way back serious? around? Can we wrap this all the way back around to what started this conversation? Take care. Take care at 95 is better than John Mary's continuum at 486. I will fucking decapitate a baby. What? Are you... Dog. Gravity is better than Drake's whole catalog. I'll fight on that shit. Are I you mean, serious? nigga, like, he's a fuck nigga, and I will still listen to that album, No Skips. John Mayer is a oh, walking fucking Yeah, nigga. absolutely. Definitely. There's not a single skip on that record. Continuum is flawless. Oh my god. I just I am Flow dancing in a burning room. I knew this is worse I knew this was gonna happen. But I still wasn't prepared for it. I Are knew it was gonna happen. Crack? And I'm still not I still wasn't prepared for take care to Dog, be there. And that, no roots album is in the top one hundred from what my I see. fucking soul. Take care. How is how I got over not in the top? Yeah, right, right. I look, I just in there because right. I know I can't, I can't have all my genres in there. Mm. The fact that take care is a ninety five, like that's still yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, there's a whole lot of stuff I, I'm willing to look, There's some sort of things like hey, hey, I know it's my that's taste. I don't know a lot about it and stuff. I know about songs that are, I know about. I like Ghostface Killer more than Joni Mitchell, but it is yeah, what it is. You know, yeah, Bro, I like I know albums that are considered just groundbreaking for the times. I've listened to a couple of these. But like they have to take care of that high. If I'm not mistaken, that album is higher on the list than Corden Sparks. What the fuck? Like what the fuck, dog? Joni Mitchell's still making money off that album for movies. Are you serious? Come on, man. Damn. Come on, man. Drake done messed it up for us. <laughs> we were having a we were having a fun time with this list, y'all. We were just having a good ass time. And we this is where, this is where they get into right? conversations about and John, we wanted we won't even get mad at something. Then we had to scroll down and they see. Just, they, they, they clearly did this because of just how much money I guess it made or how much of an influence it had. But that like dog, if we're talking about albums, if we're talking about actual music, greatest albums of all time, not just based on sales. And all that bullshit, because Drake will always have a best-selling project. He will always have some resonating yeah, shit. He's the greatest-selling rapper of all time now. Had but, a, like, had if, you had, if you're gonna come to somebody and be like, "Hey, I have this album called Below the Heavens, and I have this album called Take Care, and they're both Speaking rap of, albums." Is that on the list? No, and they're both rap albums. Which one do you think is that. the better rap album? Like, just un- undeniably, Below the better fucking Straight rap. Album. It is a classic. That album. is that is Blue the, and Exile both were pretty that much that is at Blue's their peak Illmatic album. That is Blue and Exile's Illmatic. 
Yes, Below the definitely. Heavens is fucking perfect. And there's no other album in rap that sounds like it. To the point where Blue Agreed. and Exile couldn't even do it again. Like, it right. is a one-take <laughs> album. And it's, you put Take Care in the top, and it's, this one isn't even mentioned because Blue didn't have high sales. Right? That's why it's hard for me to listen to people's like rap conversations specifically because we're not even talking about albums. Like, if you out here listening to music like that, then you know about these projects. So when you hear certain albums come up on lists, you're like, "Yeah, that's cool. Drake made a lot of money, but that's not a better crafted piece of music and art exactly. than this album." Like we're talking about of all time. We're not talking about of 2010 or 2011. Okay. We're talking about an sure, album. Sure, yeah, if it's like best albums of the 2010s, then yeah, Take Care is probably going to be high in that list. But we're talking about albums that have been recorded since Drake had an album better than Take Care every year he released an album because all he did was make more money with each album release. Right. He stole more of your summer which eat with each album release. So Take Care is the album of 2011. Below the Heavens came out in 2007. Disappeared off the face of the earth. Niggas talked about it on forums for years as if it was fucking mythical. And then they finally released it again for niggas to go buy it on vinyl. But until then, you had to ask somebody for a download to listen to that project. And that's how that shit survived. Blue's career survived at the level it was at just based off of talk amongst hip-hop heads. That's how that album resonated. Take Care did not resonate with hip-hop heads like that. It resonated with pop culture like that in 2011 because that's what drake resonates with pop culture that's cool and he's good with what he does he's very good at it and he's i think i still think people underrate his his actual talent as a rapper drake is a beast drake is an excellent rapper when he wants to rap yeah drake is a beast okay the man the man doing like he 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 does great things i'm not taking that from like we we that nigga was a battle rapper in a battle rap that nigga was on the yeah. Like on the on the billboard for what eight years, eight years. something like that straight. Just a song just always Power a song. House. The nigga name the nigga name never left. <laughs> so like the dude is great. I'm just saying, if I'm going top a hundred albums, I'm saying that this album has changed. I I can put a pin down. This album changed something. You know, something was there. The album stands the test of time. Nigga, is little brother on this list? See, I'm, let me stop asking questions. Let me stop asking questions. See, look, I, like, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm a person though, like, because it's like when stop. we when you get to something this broad, like I know I can always find stuff, and I can, and I'm, but I'm gonna go Same. down a rabbit hole in my genre that I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's always sure. hard to do that. So again, that's why when we were reading the list, I don't think all of us were just reading it. We were just having fun with it. Like it's just that one out. That's it. Like so I feel like it's the only qualm I got with this list. That that junk is in the top 100, and we all named albums from multiple genres. But that's <laughs> what pisses shit, me man. off about this it's because I feel like I feel like hip hop does not when we when they do they have 500 slots on this list, and I still feel like when they do hip hop, they do the 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 popular album of the year that white people enjoyed listening to at their parties. Or on college well, campuses. Probably because right? that's who's the staffers at. Exactly. Exactly. So, but but when I look at this list and I'm thinking, oh, you had 500 spots and rap is included in this, and I don't see Roots is how I got over, and I don't see Little Brother, and I don't see fucking Blue, or I don't see shit that hip hop heads know is like dominate for our ears anyway. 
Yeah, if I don't hear, if I don't see that, I see you putting Supreme clientele in the upper three hundred, and you putting Drake to take care in the lower one. Are you serious? Fonte literally fathered Drake's style, Bruh. Drake himself admitted. It's like so for me, it's hard to me for you to do that because I can't. Because I feel like I, if when I can make that same thing as as rap, I feel like somebody who's like deep in in metal can make that same thing. Who's deep in jazz can make. What about this? What you know saying. what I mean? But I feel like they do so, it for older albums. I feel like they do. Maybe those albums were the Drake albums all the time. There maybe. are a lot of metal albums that are I've so far have not seen maybe, pop up on this. Yeah, list, maybe Stilly, maybe Stilly Dan's Aja is is also like a Drake album at that time period, and it was because like every song on that shit is that shit that is amazing. Is, it is an amazing Steely project, Dan, man. Them dudes, is it's an amazing project. Like this shit is flawless. But like, if it, you, I started to ask questions. Like I see Drake and like Twan, you said or Mike, both of y'all, his influence is Fonte. Okay, so there's no little brother. There's no real respect for the root tier. Nigga, where is black on both sides? Like, as a hip-hop head, if we're talking about popular hip-hop albums that were genre-influencing, change the scope of the way niggas listened to hip-hop and what was now allowed and what was not allowed. Where is most Def's first album? Where is black on both sides? Like, white people love those albums. Like, white hip-hop fans love those albums. So where are they? The things white people like, Tame Impala is at 382. Oh, you're talking about current? Yeah. 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 And I don't even see lonerisms up here. I don't even see that. I don't think it is on there. <laughs> so they still play most deaf songs in commercials. Like <laughs> from that album. Miss Fat Booty is oh my god. How how is it not the priceless here? treasure is what it is. How is it not here? Like you went back and you got the chronic. You went back and you got three public enemy albums. They got three public enemy albums, my nigga. Like, it was region. Okay, they didn't need three. Two would have sufficed. I would have gave them one. One and done. Like, you get one. <laughs> but there's no most... De- like, well, I, 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 I gave him... It, it takes a, what? Uh, it takes a nation of millions to hold us back in fear of a black planet. Q-Tip's Renaissance yeah, is not up here. Like Q-Tip's Renaissance is not up here, and this was a this was an album he made after years of not making an album for real. And then he came back. He made Renaissance. It's fucking amazing. Like, yeah. good album. I mean, I enjoyed the album. Take care is up here, dog. At this point, I'm not about to. I'm not. I'm not giving any album. Slap slap. I doing that. I'm just. I just look at what stuff was around it, and I was just like, there. Are, I, I just think seeing it in front of Led Zeppelin just did something to me. Dog. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it did. It Nigga, just, I, like what? That just that just messed me up in what? some type of way. Somebody was like, "You have to put Drake in the top like, 100 because know. of Drake." I don't even know why. You just hey, wait. What'd you say, this, Brandon? I said somebody. Somebody in there was like, "You have to put Drake in the top 100 because it's Drake." And I feel like this was a moment that they could have went. Listen, Drake can be on this list. But all his albums need to be on the far back half. In the four hundos. Okay, because we're going to acknowledge him as being Drake. We're going to acknowledge him as controlling eight summers. The nigga is a commercial juggernaut. But we're undeniable. not going, but we're also going to take into consideration the fact that his albums are underwhelming as shit as a whole. Yes. Okay, because this is about music at the end of the day. And that, mo- that album was long as shit, too, man. It's 18, I think it's, it's either 18 or, like, 21 tracks, dog. Like, it's, it's insane. It's ridiculously too long. It's like, it's like, it's like 80 minutes long. It's got, like, it's three extra bonus tracks at the end for no, nobody asked for. Nobody Some asked for. 
one of the bonus tracks might have been fire. But, but nobody asked for them. Ninety-five. Yeah, Miles Davis bitches brew up here. Yeah, yeah, and that, that I is will a accept. Album. It is challenging. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is challenging. It's a, it's a challenging listen, boy. Yeah, but it's, I mean, but super influential. I like Kind of Blue better, but Kind of Blue is also significantly more accessible. Kinda like Kind of Blue is like the jazz album. If you wanted to figure out how to listen to jazz, you could start with that album and then move forward into all the crazy shit. Yeah. But it's a perfect album. But I get it. Bitches Brew is way more adventurous and was doing all the fusion shit. So I'm okay with that being higher, even though I still think Kind of Blue is a top 20 album of all time, personally. Yeah, I mean, like, kind of, have you watched that, that, um, the Miles no, documentary? About Miles Davis, I have not watched it. I it's a, it's a Miles Davis documentary with, with, uh, I can't remember the name. I think it's on Netflix. And it's him, okay. it's him talking about it. It's a Miles Davis one and a Coltrane one. Oh, but the Miles Davis one is is and it's him talking about stuff and him talking about like his 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 thoughts and stuff and how he was recording and things like that. And yes. the way the way that dude was talking about like th- that one movie, it was like a French movie that he scored, mm-hmm. and he scored by literally having the movie play in front of him, and he was watching the movie as he's playing his trumpet. Oh, oh shit. Lord, Joe Biden made a he, statement. That's how he scored that shit. shit. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. and the, the way he talked about like how he approached jazz and how he approached the 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 trumpet, and it just kind of explains why you know he wasn't up there like hitting all these runs and these crazy jumps. You know what I mean? He was just like that purity of just the sound. Hey, I hate I I gotta be the, I gotta be the interjection of uh, bad news. Real, wait, real quick. I got more bad news. That's different. So I'm going to just say this and be out. The Carter 3 is higher than the Carter 2 on this list. Yeah. <laughs> yes. People really love the Carter 3, man. I, I still, I will always because say the Carter Millie, 2 is dog. better. What? The because Carter 2 is Millie. definitely better. <laughs> no, no. I, I will always say it's better. I just, people really yeah. love. I, man, I guess. No, people love the Millie, my nigga, because niggas ain't, niggas was not rocking with the Carter 3 like that for real. They was lying. They That's my to point. Like, yeah, Millie really is fire, but like, also, I feel like Carter's not fire. I feel like Carter Two like is the thing that like if you if you knew Lil Wayne if you were hip hop you you listen to Carter you look for it and then that kind of shot him in the stratosphere and then he dropped uh, Carter Three when everybody was like oh man we waiting for that next Wayne junk to drop no see what see what happened was he did Carter Two he did Carter One which was successful enough right he did Carter Two which was basically his I guess that w- I guess you could say that was his um volume two his hard knock life and that like pushed him through the ceiling that made wayne like oh wayne is wayne Wayne is doing songs with robin thick and then wayne is doing these these fire joints like wayne is just doing dope ass tracks this album is hard and in between carter two and carter three he had them fucking drought mixtapes them dj drama tapes and all that shit dedication and all that yeah dedication too man that was the one for me that come that catapulted him to a whole new fucking level that was best rapper alive wayne everybody was like oh this nigga actually is unfucking touchable those tapes were so good and then carter three comes out and it is not good Amelie was, was everywhere. A complete 180. <laughs> right. Amelie was everywhere. The droughts in Carter 2 allowed him to make a million sales off of Carter 3. That is That's very what true. really happened. Yes. That's what happened. 
Okay. That fired up the streets. Yeah. Um, so here on the Where's My 40 Acres Cop podcast, we we love our artists. We talk great about our artists. But when our artists do stupid shit, um, they got to go. Like, if they have to, if it's time for them to go, they got to go. Yeah, it's true. Yo. Oh, man. Who I got, who I got to delete off my um, Spotify now? No Name got to go, man. Um, I just. Oh, uh, no. Why? No Name, Dude, man. Hey, man. I'm look, so tired. Everybody from Chicago tripping right now. Because Chance out there saying <laughs> stupid stuff. Like, for real, man. Oh, Come God, on, you Chance was telling earlier telling people to tweet to to talk to their mama and then vote for whoever their mama tell them to vote for. Nigga, what? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh we we yes. who is what's, what's like my boy? Can we my, get coloring book two, please? Hey yo, where's my boy that love water out of Chicago? He's not he's not Mick Jenkins? Yeah, where's Mick Jenkins? Can he save us? I don't know. Can he save us? What did no name say that, man? No name. So Joe Biden. So you know the two cops got shot. She about to, she, she, she about to say some. She about to say some young stuff. So you no, know, she about to you say. know two cops got shot or whatever after they nobody got the, the grand jury came back and of course nobody killed Keanu. She just died of natural causes. Of course, and yeah, right. Um, and Joe Biden, being somebody running for president this year, said, uh-huh, uh-huh. even amidst the profound grief and anger, today's decision generated violence is never and can never be the answer. Those who engage in it must be held accountable. Jill and I are keeping the officers shot tonight in Louisville in our prayers. We wish them both a swift and full recovery. Joe Biden is old. Oh, Joe Biden is white. Joe Biden is running for president. He has to appeal that's to what white he, people. That's what he Joe Biden got to say. He, he got to, to say. He, he can't to. be like, yeah, like, fuck them pigs, y'all. A-cab. <laughs> Sometimes like, sometime like, blue bleeds red. Like, he can't say that. He can't say shit look, like that. And, and I, I was sitting there right now. You like I'm look. If somebody asked me, I'm not for cops getting shot and killed either. Nobody. Like, I don't want to fucking chill. Nobody you know what I mean? Like yeah, well, I don't think anybody would that. But like yeah, to sit there and get to get mad at your body for saying that. No, nah, bro. It's what she said. Prepared, prepared statement. No, nah, bro. It's what she said. It's it's not even it's not even that she came back. Like I can understand you coming at this from a. I understand you doing your presidential shit, but I don't like it. I can understand you coming at absolutely. him from that angle. I absolutely could be like, we don't That's even reasonable. know if that violence is related to the protests, right? That could have just been two cops that got shot that night. And by random people, and now y'all are trying to link it to the protest because that's what y'all like yes. to do to start media. Yes. Absolutely could have been something she said. Instead, this 28-year-old buffoon said, is she weird. 28? She is like 28 or 29, yeah. I thought she was younger than that. I did no, too, but she's sir. not. She's like 20 or 29, bro. Weird. But wasn't violence the answer when you and Obama murdered thousands of people in war to protect democracy? Wasn't it also the answer when colonizers murdered indigenous and used Africans to build a democracy that now employs you? Your position is violent. So, ma'am, you have no point. You just wanted to bring up old shit and I mean, just regurgitate it. Like, I feel like you like I, I look enough. at both of those statements and I'd be like, true, but okay. Like, what is your point? Like, like what what are you trying what point are you trying to convey to him I, that violence exists I, in America? Yes, it does. I never when I see people tweeting stuff, especially also, like prominent people. Why why Obama had to be why why she had to drag Obama name into this? Obama always catch strays behind from, this from, from a black when, person, like leave him alone, bro. When I when I see nigga finally got everybody his hair back. tweeting stuff like this and they're prominent stuff like that. And but when I see them tweeting stuff, they're like, We already know. And I'd be like, my the only thing that comes behind it, my mind is like, okay, I don't know if I should give you like cheers for it, but like, okay, like, 
What right. is your it's point almost like you, like you said something resist. that we all know. So cool. But is it? But is it cool? Like, it, like if we talking about some shit and we actually trying to have point, we trying to make valid points to convey certain things to people that they can actually do something with now. If your first point, if the only point out your mouth is this whole country was built on violence, is violent. Yes, yes, it is. Do you have other points that maybe could we could try to contribute to starting change that or suggestions or do you just want to say that the country is violent because it is violent the no, world is fucking look, terribly look, violent we ain't the only ones out here violent. Here's the thing about being up there and being on stuff on Twitter and doing a lot of stuff right to 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 make change you actually have to get in. Right. And a lot of people aren't getting it. That's what like all these people who are about to try to sit out like the the vote, like they're going to sit out the election as a protest. And it's like your inaction does nothing. Nope. Right. Your your inaction does nothing. Like we are sitting here with a president who literally does not answer to shit. Shit that he has had. In one year, would have ruined every presidency of my life. Yeah, yes. You know what I mean? Like one thing, one one of these tapes of him saying shit would have ruined everybody, right? You know what I mean? Like tell tell me right now, tell me right now, if a tape of Bush had came out saying that he would have he was playing down nine eleven, bruh, nigga, (laughs) do you like? They would have had to go get him out that day. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, when, when I see this thing and I do that and people are like, well, I don't know if the other side is, is going to help me either. I'm like, but nigga, you know this side ain't. Like, you're literally like, am I going to go vote for a side that might listen to me or this nigga that's actually trying to kill me? I don't know which one. It's, like, <laughs> it's sitting there like, I, I, I don't know how else to put it to people to see this. And 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 when it when people just be like, no, nah, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna do shit, or I'm gonna wait, and I'd be like, nigga, all right, cool. You might look. You wait now and play around. Twenty twenty four come up there, and you might not have the right to vote no more. I think that I think the, I I think what really needs to be conveyed here, and I don't think we've ever actually said it this direct on the show, right? And it it really just hit me now. None of the people that y'all hear telling y'all to sit out, to not vote, to not try to make change. None of those people are actively being affected by the worst facets in the administration in this country right now. They are not dependent on anything that can actually decide whether they have a place to live and food to put on the table right now. They're not. Because if they were, they will be telling your ass to go vote because if it came down to losing health care, losing your home, not being able to get government assistance, you're going to vote. You are going to vote if you can to keep that shit because it's the least you could do to make sure that you after nine, three, that two, that I mean, 11, three, that Tuesday or whatever are able to fucking live. People like No Name aren't dependent on that shit. People like Ice Cube are not dependent on that shit. So they come out of their fucking cribs. They come out of the shadows. 
They come out of their like the penthouses or whatever their mansions and they make these fucking statements and they say it proudly and they tell you to fall in line. These are the same people like T.I. who tell you you need to use your stimulus check to go buy land. I don't know what land he's talking about. Maybe he means land cables. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Because a $1,200 check is not going to be able to afford you any fucking land and you only got one and that shit was supposed to last you four months. Like, these niggas are actually not affected. He told you to go buy land when you ain't had a job. These people are not (laughs) actively affected by the circumstances that people are truly suffering through under this administration. And they're telling you not to vote. Why are you listening to them at all? I don't want to hear shit from Ice Cube. Nigga, I don't want to hear nothing from you. I don't want to hear nothing from Killer Mike. I don't want to hear nothing from T.I. I don't want to hear shit from No Name. Girl, you ain't even 30. I don't want to hear nothing from these niggas because they're not affected. I want to hear from people who are actually out there being activists participating in these boards and these election processes, part of the Dujiso network. Like I want to hear these people who actually have a no into what's being taken away. Who's going to be affected. I have friends who've actually conveyed to me things that could go bad for them. If certain people end up in certain positions at office and not bad, like I'm going to take a $5 cut in my paycheck. Like no nigga, they're going to take a 95% cut in their paycheck. Shit like that. That's really bad. Stop listening to these dumbasses. They're actually not trying to help y'all. They're not. They, to, to me, they're no different than the people who stand out stand outside of abortion clinics and tell you not to get your kid aborted. And then when you don't, ain't none of them around to help you take care of that child. They are not in your situation. They're not suffering from your circumstances. And they're telling you what you should be doing about it. It's bullshit. None of these people are affected by this administration to the degree where they need to actually take it seriously and would tell your ass to go vote. And then there are people like, you know, there are people like us who are affected. And then there are people, I guess, like like me, who I'm not directly affected by certain things happening. But I know what the fuck is right and what is wrong. And I know there are people who are suffering that are being affected and I want things to get better for them. So my ass is going to vote because I actually about, care about I about next people is that. I'm worried about the next 50 years. Bro, I actually like, care about y'all. Like, that's the thing. Like, because I'm sitting here, like, y'all got two little kids. I'm worried about what kind of world they going to live in. Because, like, the world of we, homeschool. We, we're already going to, we've already seen the ramifications of the changes that have been going on in the federal court. And now y'all going to let this nigga, this nigga get to put two people. I mean, at this point, he might be able to put three people in the Supreme Court. Who won't leave? That's, life, that's lifetime. Who will yeah, Stephen, not leave? Stephen Breyer is leave. not young. They will not leave. Do you understand like, that's that? That's lifetime. Like they the dealt. It's not the president. Forever. Like, d- Ruth Bader. Clarence Thomas been asleep for, for years. Still there. What's the, what's the name that died before Bader had to die to leave? Bader had to die to leave, dog. Do y'all understand that if he puts two people in, he will be out of office doing whatever the fuck he does with his own freedom and his Trumpian mm-hmm. money. And the people he put in positions will still be there. They will stay there until they fucking die. Do you understand that? So we will be fighting them until they fucking die on making decisions or until we die. And we just can't fight them anymore because we're not being affected by them because we dead. The, he, would, he would literally his he Trump will be dead and his 
his fingers and his reign will live on. Like that's that's and that's the scary part because everybody's like, oh, you know, remember when people are like, oh, we, we can get through four years of this. We were like, nah, no, this this is what could happen. This is what could be turned around, and all of this in the reaction of a black president. All of this in the reaction of a person who. Let's be real. If Obama had been white, he would have been amazing the president. middle of the road president. He would have been an amazing president right? to everybody. Like when I see people who get, I see some people who get mad at Obama, right, for not doing this stuff, and I'm like, did y'all not see his running platform? This nigga was never a full out all the way left left type of dude. He was never that. He would have never been elected if he was, but I'm telling you, if he was white singing Al Green to people, he would have been the nation's favorite president. He would have been top president of all the presidents from every century since the first president. Like it it, it he would have been everybody's favorite. It would have been a picture in white people's houses of white Jesus and white Obama. Dude, I saw a thing in 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 um we're talking about history. So they're talking about the last time, right? They're like, if if this becomes very contentious, like the race, like it will, well, if when it comes to election and, and who's going to be coming in, if it becomes contentious, they're like, they're like, we haven't had this in America since 1876, where they had one that became very contentious. And they solved that shit by getting rid of Reconstruction in the South, <laughs> which led to Jim Crow and all this craziness. <laughs> Cool, like, cool stuff. You, you know what I mean? Like, like it was that type of shit. So this is the shit that, that Ku Klux Klan was born. That, from, that election in, in 1876 76. had ramifications to 1976. You know what I mean? Uh, like, the prison like, industrial like, complex is still going, so it has ramifications until currently. Yeah. Actually. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just that. Like we, you had reconstruction going on. You had things going on. The the South took that away because they made they literally made that a part of it. Got their thing in, pushed these people around. You had Jim Crow, and then you literally had us had we had y'all think about it. We had to make an act in 1965 to get us the right that we got in an amendment that happened after the Civil War. That ain't make no damn sense. Black people was doing so well after slavery, unexpectedly, unexpected to white people, that they no. were like, we got to destroy these niggas again. Dude, think about, think about that. If you ever had to add an addendum on your contract so it could say something that you already promised early in the contract. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's, you're like, but I thought I already had that. No, no, no. So you, 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 you didn't. That's what we're going to add the addendum. But I thought, you know, section three said it like I'm reading it. It says it very clearly. I already got that. No, but we took that away. But you didn't have it right now. We took it away though. So we're gonna bring it back though. That's so how nice you're we welcome. are. So, That's how nice we are. Yeah. That's how nice we are. We're bringing it back. The voting rights act of 1965 promised shit that happened. I'm I'm not gonna plead. I'm <laughs> not gonna plead like, with your ancestry as a reason why you should. I'm not gonna plead with your ancestry via a reason the way you should vote. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that because you already know. What I'm going to tell you is stop listening to people that are not affected by the shit that they're telling you not to do nothing about that you affected by. Stop listening to these people. Stop listening to niggas telling you to eat a shit sandwich that they not fucking eating themselves. Stop it. It's fucking stupid. It doesn't help you at all. They're stupid. They're not helping you at all. 
If they want to go on a whirlwind tantrum of talking about fucking slavery and how in America it's always been bad for blacks, that's great. It has been, it has always been bad for blacks. Nigga, we know. But we can't make change if we sit at home and don't do nothing but go, man, it's always been bad for blacks. Ain't shit we can do, dog. Like, we trying to do some shit and you got a nigga telling you you can't do it. Well, motherfucker, we don't need your help then, can we? Because that's not help. Telling people they can't do shit is not help. Telling people that the, if the only options we have are this and this right now in this moment, and one of them is a better option than the other option, telling niggas that because you got two bad options, you really don't have no options. It's not helping no fucking body. A decision has to be made, and we have we have the ability to help make a decision. Stop listening to people that don't want to help make a decision because they actually don't want to help do shit. They're all talk, all bravado, and no real. Stop listening to these niggas. Okay? can't even fucking listen to room 25 anymore because she's only i'm stupid on twitter like it's it, it, this this election cycle has just ruined people 2020 has ruined people for me i can't even i can't even fuck with them anymore like, i don't want to hear her fucking voice and then to top it all off it we can we closing out the end of this year i gotta listen to lupe cry about kendrick fans telling him that kendrick is better than him nigga kendrick is better than you ain't none of your albums in the top 500 Kendrick is better than you. <laughs> oh, let's call back, sir. Back. Yes, sir. That was let's perfect. Call back. What the fuck are you mad about? What are you mad about? You are a 40-something-year-old man, and you are mad Listen, at a nigga. I think all of us here like food and liquor, but come on, bro. Like, bro, we like the go. first two. I like the first two hours about Lupe. Lupe's yeah, the problem, cool is also very good. Lupe's problem is but, Lupe is a dickhead. You want to have a conversation yeah, about niggas exactly being lyrical. Like, okay, nigga, nobody cares about you being more lyrical than Kendrick. Kendrick make better whole ass albums than you. Kendrick hey, make better whole Something songs up there in them Chicago waters, man. Nobody <laughs> and cares. Kendrick is more lyrical than you. Lyricism doesn't have to just be like, oh, check out my triple entendre. Don't even ask me how. Like, I think that's what dude, you don't understand about from lyricism. Simplicity as well as verbosity. No, but the, the funny totally. thing is, I think people, when I listen to people, I like, I like, some of y'all niggas don't know what a double entendre is. They know what a simile double, is. A double entendre can be extremely simple. It's literally just a, 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 it's literally just a word or phrase that has two meanings. Not yeah. it's not a metaphor. <laughs> it's not like this. It's anything like this. It's just a word or phrase that if I say if you look at it this way, it means this, and if I look at it this way, that same words together mean something else. I mean, it's, it's and those it's, can be extremely simple. What you respect more? That, what do you respect more, my nigga? A try hard or a nigga that's hardly trying? Kendrick be hardly trying out here telling y'all fucking stories, pinning together words and creating pictures and imagery and shit. And you don't have to do a quadruple take double triple rebound entendre to get that done. You don't have to talk That's about what I'm saying. He, he doesn't have to, describe have to do that how shit. deers are born to explain to you that it's projects in the ghetto. He don't have to do that. He can tell you what he you can are. Me and my know. niggas trying to you get it, you bitch. It. And, and that then shit you get says what he's everything. talking about. Like, that shit says me everything. That. Meanwhile, motherfucking Lupe is over here trying to sound, trying to rap like a spinning CD, looking fucking stupid. Like this nigga want to be the grooves in the vinyl. Like nigga, what are you talking about? Kendrick didn't have to do "Dumb It Down" for people to know that he was a lyricist. "Dumb It Down" is one of the most overrated fucking songs of all goddamn time. It literally is a nigga saying a bunch of shit and people going, "I'm pulling things from this." I guess you are. It's so fucking out there that he can put that you can pull anything from it. What are those paintings that it's it's an ink blot? Like it's it's one of those fucking ink blot paintings, uh, dog. Test. Yes, it's a fucking Rorschach song. 
That is what it is. And I'm not saying that he's not talented for being able to do that. I'm saying that y'all stupid for Again, thinking that he shit is, is amazing. He's a good rapper, but also I'm Kendrick saying that y'all is, think that shit is arguably one of the best MCs of all time. That ever. is not that is not all lyricism is. That is not all lyricism is. That's okay. my big sticking point. Cause like, I mean, we've talked about it before, but like everything doesn't have to bomb atomically. You know what Nigga. I'm saying? Like to be a good lyric. Kendrick resonates with man, people. It goes a long fucking way. Kendrick made white people care about black people. Like niggas listen to the Pimple Butterfly like a jazz album. Nobody listens to Lupe like that. Ever. Yeah. Ever. And his and Lupe's fans are corny ass white people. Like white dudes. White people in general, right? They are. I've gotten in fights with them on Twitter. I know exactly who his fans are. <laughs> I have not done that. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's cool white people that listen to Kendrick and then it's corny white people that listen to Lupe. And that's who be fighting his battles for him. He running around in Damn. fucking foot soldier footies, rapping on albums, talking about he doing greatness. Nigga had us out there fighting Atlantic, dog, for that laser ass album. Like, nigga, Kendrick ain't never had to Man, do that shit. Sucked. Oh my god, that album sucked. Kendrick has never had. Kendrick Kendrick has gone in the album, made his music, and it hasn't been a big whole thing until the album release, and it was amazing, and then it became a big whole thing. Yes. Lupe makes things a big whole thing with promises telling you they won't let me be great and then when you hear what he doing you go no nah, nigga it's not that they won't let you it's that you can't you won't let you be great like it's that you can't be great so now he out here crying again because he want to be um and did you see the list did you see the list of niggas that he said were better like 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 people no. that, like, nigga he had mickey fax on that list i'm not saying mickey fax can't rap mickey fax ain't never made an album better than any of fucking any of kendrick's songs nigga are you serious ever Mickey Fax hasn't made a mixtape better than a Kendrick mixtape when that nigga was K-Dot. You just, he just put people on the fucking list. These are the people that I think are on my level, on my shit or whatever. You right. They are on your level. Only they fans is listening to them. It's so weird because I never, I don't feel like you don't see this in like, because me, rap is, is, is extremely similar to like the, you know, like the written word, right? Sure, and I don't see somebody who, who out here and be like, "Yo, I'm making these fire ass sonnets, right?" <laughs> right, and my wordplay is like my wordplay. Somebody to say I'm making these fire. You know what I mean? Like, but like my wordplay is witty, and that makes me. And I know this person who makes these great life changing novels is out there too, but his wordplay can't be on mine. It's like, nah, nigga, that still nigga made a great ass novel. James like, Baldwin didn't write in triple entendres, bro. He wrote you know our stories. Mean? He talked to us about us. He told our stories. That's 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 a writer. Nigga, that's writing. That is writing. He didn't have to Charles Dickens shit. That was So that's writing. a weird thing, because like I feel like some people when they look at lyricists, they only when people say they only look at who delivers the punchline and not like whose whose words were meaningful. Right, exactly. Because like you can get from both. You can have a punchline that's extremely meaningful, and you can have something that's. You can have a person who can say one word on a track, and it implies all this stuff. I was right here. Uh, what was it? Um, I'll say of uh, like Eminem's um, Stan. That nigga wrote an incredible story, right? Yeah, and we know Eminem. Can Eminem can rhyme? That nigga can rhyme. Get him three syllable words, and he'll rhyme each syllable with the next three syllable word. Right? We know he can do that. 
but he crafted and put all that rhyme into the story that was effective. And one of my favorite lines there is just one word. It's the end of the song. When he's damn. writing back to Stan, he just sits there, he goes, damn. And just has that, and it punctuates everything. Like that realization. Listen. What just happened. Like, you know what I mean? And dog. Like that's that's a that's like to me, that's a lyricist. That the the person who knows how to wield words and win. Like dog, that's okay. Think about this bar, and you know he's a, he's a lost soldier now. But my man Chance, the rapper <laughs> on Acid Rain, he was like, "I'm taking all this medicine in me, hoping I don't get sick. Looking at all this money, hoping I don't get rich, because niggas still getting bodied for foams. Sometimes the yeah. truth don't rhyme." Yeah, <laughs> there is no like double meaning to that. It is literally he's saying what it is, and it, that last line just fucking hits you right in the gut. If you want punchlines, go watch a rap battle. Like you can get them all day. Niggas can you do can, Charlie Clips all day and fucking Arsenal and all them niggas will give you bars, 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 all bars. All day. Bars, that bars. shit is not lyricism because it doesn't resonate like it doesn't resonate that deep. It don't hit you right. in your fucking. Daylight will give run. you fucking quintuple entendres, honestly, and that shit is entertaining to listen to to try to figure out what the fuck he's talking about, but. Like there's, How there's many times you go back essence. and go listen to a Daylight album? There's a raw essence to rap that I think niggas just they they don't, I don't think they realize that it's raw, and not being able to string all these fucking syllables together and shit, just being able to tell a story that everybody fucking gets, that everybody is touched by, nigga. That is lyricism. That is fucking lyrical. Like niggas, niggas be like, oh man, he read the dictionary every day. He be doing, he be doing this and that and deep. He be he be pulling out eighteen syllable words. And breaking them down into sixteen bar verses. That's great, man. That's a whole lot of work. What the fuck was he saying in that song? Why the fuck do I care if you rapping backwards or if you doing the fucking alphabet? That shit is cheap. <laughs> Shout out to Papoose. Fucking cheap parlor <laughs> tricks, dog. Like it, I've been listening to rap that yeah. long. I went through the phase of punchlines. Every punchline oh, was yeah. amazing. Of course. I was right we all there. did. Yeah, we loved it. Like we 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 and then we grew up. And there's nothing wrong with doing that either. Like it's not like you there's just, room for you can't all of be it. A viable artist or whatever. Yeah, exactly. There's room for all of it. But at the same time, Quavo is doing punchlines, my nigga. Like, don't hold him too damn high, dog. Right. <laughs> like it, it's completely different being able this nigga, like we just had a conversation about Kendrick's albums. We didn't we not having no conversation about Lupe crafting a whole album that is basically a movie. Because it's never happened. Hit the kick push. That's a movie. That could have been a movie, maybe like a short film, like twenty minutes sure. on Absolutely. YouTube. One camera, two actors, skateboard. I mean, if you gave it to like a really talented writer, they could definitely flesh the story out. But yeah. like the general premise of it, which cool. is we got is, a story. Yeah. Dude goes progresses through life. He skates. Da, da 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 da. Right. You could do that. He didn't even do that with the video. You could do that. But you're not going to sit here and act like Lupe holds a candle to Kendrick. Because you like the way he drops bars together sometimes. Ain't nobody talking about no fucking Lupe albums. Ain't nobody talking about his sequel fucking albums either. Like nobody's talking about them shits to the degree that they're talking about Kendrick. And it's because Lupe is doing those albums. If Kendrick was doing Lupe's albums, we would be talking about them shits. If Food and Liquor 2 was a Kendrick album, I would immediately go listen to everything he's had to say on it. I guarantee you Kendrick will never in his lifetime do a good Kid Mad City 2 album. Right. All right, yeah, I know that is a stone cold fact. Like, 
that he doesn't need to do that dumb shit. He doesn't need to recapture what he had. He did when it he first. Started. He has done it in everybody does it. Everybody loves whatever. It. Like he don't need to do that. He he is doing something new. Even Drake not doing that shit. Yeah, exactly. They are able to create new shit every time they do shit and create a whole new essence that just like it, it engulfs the industry and hip hop fans. They can do that. Lupe is like, remember when I was dope? Food and liquor too. <laughs> you guys remember 2007? Let's go back. Well, this nigga don't go somewhere and shake his locks and sit down. Like, what the fuck, bro? What? And then y'all be entertaining this nigga. Peter Rosenberg. Uh, when we're talking about lyricisms, uh, Kendrick is, makes good album. He's one of my favorites. But Lupe is definitely more lyrical. Man, if you don't go sit your clown ass down, like, sit, keep it 100. There's a Rosenberg reason. really said that? He did say some bullshit like that. There is a reason that um that top basically got on Twitter and tweeted it was ha. Punch, but yeah. Oh, punch and tweeted ha. Right. Like, <laughs> Because there's no more energy. It's laughable, he that's why. There's no more energy that Lupe deserves for this. Y'all, y'all I would love energy. it if Kendrick came back out with the heart part five and just ripped Lupe Bro, a new asshole though. Niggas be out here having legit conversations talking about Lupe is a bear is is lyrically better than Kendrick. No, he Unpossible. isn't. Because if <laughs> Not he on this earth. was that's some- he would be making better albums than Kendrick. Kendrick ain't no bullshit rapper. Kendrick is a lyrical fucking rapper. And he's making better albums than Lupe. That means he's a better lyrical rapper than Lupe. That's it. They no fucking hidden gems you about to propose to me that's gonna make Lupe better than Kendrick. Not at rapping, maybe at sword fighting. Nigga, I don't believe he better than him at sword fighting. I'm just saying, I never seen Kendrick sword fight. True. Like it's it's just stupid, and I'm tired of this nigga. I wish this this nigga's too old to be getting mad at somebody younger than him for being praised for it. And it's him. It is him. Kendrick has never came out his face and said anything about Lupe. Nope. And Lupe he doesn't have mad. to. First of all, nigga showing Lupe stay mad. Like for no fucking That's his reason. whole fucking MO, man. He's just an angry ass dude. Fucking mad, dog. Like, Bro, nobody, why? Nigga. You got a lane. You have fans. Just make your rap and be cool. Like, chill. You made a list. You didn't put Kendrick on it. You knew what was going to happen. You knew what was going to happen. You, didn't, you shouldn't even made that list. 40 year old nigga. You know you shouldn't have made that list. But you was trying to appease your fans and you was trying to circle jerk. Well, nigga, it backfired, and now you catching this fire. That is your fucking fault. But you're going to stop getting on the internet, calling everybody else a bunch of bitches when you acting like a whole bitch. You are too old to be doing this. God dang. Go grease your scalp, nigga. What the fuck? Entertaining. I'm t- I'm so- I wish this nigga would go away. I just wish he would go away. You would kiss, kick, push away. Go away, bro. Whack ass album. It just, ah, uh, so like, leave that nigga alone. Kendrick ain't fucking with you. You ain't me. You don't have albums better than Schoolboy. Like, <laughs> what, the, what are we talking about? What are we doing here? What are we doing? What are we doing? Absol's whole career doing? is better than Blazers. What are you doing? 
like you might have one album better than Isaiah Rashad's first album, but even then, I would I would probably contest that you don't. I haven't listened to him in a while, so it's I don't know, man. Sylvia Demo goes hard. I feel like Sylvia Demo's slaps better than fucking the cool. The album is, the album is called the Cool and, and Food and Liquor. I like Food and Liquor as an album title. I mean, I like it as an album. Period. But, I like Food and Liquor. I like both like, versions of Food and Liquor. Legit yeah, Lupe fan. I like the cool. I like both both versions of Food and Liquor. I feel like the cool didn't age well. I feel like it it knocked when it started, and then as I'm gonna have as to go I back older, and listen to it just to give him a fair shake. Yeah, that, I mean that's fine. I did fuck with it heavy. I'm just not doing that. I'd rather go listen to Sylvia. Oh, I totally understand. You just mad, just mad for no reason, dog. Lupe explains why he criticized. Not a good look. What explanation is there? I'm jealous. I don't. What? Why he hates? How he? Why he hates Kendrick? Yeah. Uh, Let me see. Uh, He he. I guess he he explained it. I don't fucking know. Let me see. On June 18th, during an Instagram live session, Lupe Fiasso was asked by a fan, "Why do you? Why do people say you hate Kendrick Lamar?" And Lupe responded to fans' questions in great detail as he went into explain how rappers coming up in his era have to battle against rappers when they call themselves the best. My fault what my fault was of think what? Okay. My fault was of thinking that we are still in the same era. People look at me as a hater, they will forget all the other shit. He also remembered giving give, giving props to Kendrick Lamar in his hometown Chicago. He keeps talking, he keeps saying that. Remember that one time I gave Kendrick props, though? Yeah. Remember all them other times you was hating, though? That one time you gave a nigga a prop. It's supposed to somehow trounce all of them other times you was hating. Wow. He just, like, nigga, you just don't like Kendrick. You don't like Kendrick because he's better than you. And people immediately told you that. You've been mad at Kendrick since he said he was his his family was originally from Chicago and they moved to Cali. You've been mad <laughs> since. In that time where everybody was coming up, if you said that you was the best, you had to go battle. Ask Cassidy. Like they're like Well, we're done with that point. His point has not has been completely <laughs> unmade. This nigga said, go ask Cassidy. He said, go ask ask Cassidy. Why are we doing this? Lupe said, fuck this. I'm going to do trap music like Uzi and Travis now. He's been studying and making sketches of trap music. This is, I mean, this is a nigga who said that Kendrick wasn't a top tier rapper in his eyes in 2018, but then walked it back because he caught that fire and was like, I was just being funny. Ha ha. Yeah, okay. All right, pal. But remember that one time he gave him props in Chicago? <laughs> Here, here's what he said. Is he, Kendrick, a better lyricist than me? No. Does he make better songs than me? Yes. Did I think Control was ridicule? No. 
Am I jealous of K-Dot? No. Did I personally give him props in Chicago on stage as the next nigga to take the crown? Yes. Is it on camera? Yes. Did I meet it? Yes. He also says Section 80 is his fave, which means he has not listened to a Kendrick album since that nigga said on Good Kid Bad City he's from Chicago. (laughs) Nigga just total himself. Bro, it's okay. You don't like Kendrick. It's 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 okay. You don't have to like that nigga. It's a lot of people I don't like. You know what I don't do? I don't speak on them. Especially yeah, if we're in the same, same shit. Here. This is why. What's the point? Bro, if we are in the same shit, if we doing the same stuff and I ain't feeling what somebody doing, I'm not speaking on them. Like you you trying to cause controversy and then you acting like you're not causing controversy. You throwing shit and act like and then hiding your hands. Come on, bro. That's some bitch shit. Just say his name and I promise that you'll see Candyman. Try to tell y'all niggas, man. Try to take him out of his element, man. Kendrick, chill it. Kendrick didn't do nothing to this man. Nothing at all. He didn't do nothing to this man. Kendrick ain't on Twitter, ain't talking, ain't saying nothing to this man. He's being rich at home, chilling with his family. Lupe, Lupe made a stupid ass post and he caught that flat. Like, it is what it is. No, go finish becoming a grandmaster, my nigga. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you got your orange belt test coming up. I don't know what this nigga's doing, dog. Dang, taking everything so serious, bro. But you still 40 years old making hip hop lists. Like, knowing you a rapper. I think he put Cricket out on the list, too. And then Crooked Out was he like, did. who is the better lyricist? I can't find the list. The list has some real I, obscure okay, people. Okay, I need to find this list. The list has Uh-oh. some real Uh-oh. obscure people on it. And it wasn't like the people he put on it weren't bad rap were bad rappers or anything. They just weren't better than Kendrick. Damn, I gotta see if my Google Foo will fucking pull it up. I've been trying to find a tweet for a minute, and it seems like nobody who wrote an article wants to put the actual tweet with the list in it. Oh, that's so whack. I don't understand. It's just bad writing. Uh, the, iron, the, the fucking irony. Well, not irony. What a coincidence. Bad writing of an article for a fucking Lupe tweet. He responded to a random nigga who asked who's better, Lupe or Kendrick. He really responded to a random yeah. Twitter who asked who's better. Bro, you can't win with this nigga. Yeah, I can't find the tweet with the list. I had yeah, it, but I, I can't find, find it. Too. And also, for those who I'm, I am blocked by Lupe. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wasn't looking on his Twitter. I don't don't think I'm blocked by him. He's I don't think I've ever bitch. tweeted about Lupe. Got into an argument, well, nigga. I fought with Lupe. Like, <laughs> no, I believe that you have. Yes. I'm not surprised to hear that. I'm not blocked by Lupe. The only time I've ever fucking argued with a celebrity on Twitter, like. And didn't want to do it. 
I hope you ain't listening to Kanye, dog. I hope you ain't listening to nothing Kanye said about you. Because that's desperation right there. Let me see. Yeah, I'm on his shit, and I do not see the tweet that started it all. It just magically, it's magically gone. Damn. Oh, well. Kung Fu Kenny versus Shamurai Shampoo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's probably why he mad, too. Oh, Kung Fu Kenny? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. He's <laughs> really not feeling it. He's like, Kendra just stepped all on my toes. Got me out here feeling like a foot soldier. That's all I had. Um, I'm sure I had something else, something about like California saying that you can't buy no no new gas cars after 2035. And uh, Ellen DeGeneres' fake-ass apology, where she still hasn't apologized to the actual people that were part of the investigation. She apologized to the world as she returned to TV. <laughs> it's like she didn't even know what she was apologizing for, because if you go through the investigative shit, where they kind of revealed the different stories told by employees about this this cat that was a high-up exec that was basically sexually harassing everybody, my man was kissing on people, grabbing dicks. Like, you know, oh, doing a bunch of shit. Yeah, he was doing a bunch of shit. And she just gets on TV. Uh, if anybody was affected by the random neck kissing and dick grabbing that was happening behind the scenes that I was completely not aware of. My B. I take full responsibility for it. You take responsibility for the dick grabbing? I mean, if you sign in dick grabber's paychecks, she was. That's how they get you. Yeah, she was. Before you sign somebody's paycheck, make sure they're not grabbing dicks. Unless you work in a dick grabbing business specifically, Bruh. in that case, then do you? I was reading that shit like this nigga was really this nigga was kissing people on the neck and grabbing dicks. What the fuck? Asking people, can he blow him? Like, what is this? That new Hollywood show on Netflix? What the fuck? I don't understand how people like that exist. Like truly and honestly, I don't understand. You give people a little bit of power, you are gonna see who they really are. I've had power. I've held management positions. I never asked nobody to touch my dick. That ain't who are you, you is. Fucking serious? That's not who you are, though. That's just that. Like it's, it's, it's the it's the it's the reason I know I will never hit the lottery. I will never hit the lottery <laughs> because I'm not gonna spend that money right, which is spending it wrong. Only people who spend that money wrong hit the lottery. That it's, is true. That's why I'm not a minister of a church because I'd be in there. I'd be in there telling people the truth. Little Jesus, little truth. <laughs> I wouldn't be in there taking the church building fund and buying a Porsche. I wouldn't do that with the church building fund either, but I would buy a Lamborghini if I win the lottery. I'm just oh, I mean, at that point. Yeah. I won that money. That's not God's yeah, money. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I can't rob other like, be out here spending black money. people trying to find their own way, but I definitely can, you know, take it from the state of Tennessee. They are out here. They taxing the congregation and spending God's money on planes and cars and homes and twenty-seven TVs hanging from the ceiling. So the people who actually there can get a closer look. Now, that is wrong, but 
I have flown on a private plane and it is pretty awesome. So that's the counter argument. I mean, it is cool. (laughs) I'm not saying that if I couldn't have my own private jet, I wouldn't. I would. But I ain't I ain't spending God's money on my own private jet. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I'm with you. I wouldn't either. I feel like them is Titanic moves. They are. They are real nice. That is Titanic moves. We will find a glacier in the sky. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Not doing oh, it. Man. Huh. All right, man. Um, let's um let's wrap this up. Yo, shout out to everybody who listened to the podcast, who's been sticking with us. Premium folk, I truly apologize. It has just been it has been a long we're on eleven weeks now with this baby. <laughs> eleven or twelve weeks, but I'm getting things back in order and I've really just been sitting down trying to figure out what um what other shows or episodes I want to do. You know, if there's different stuff we can talk about or like a new type of element to add to premium. Or if it's something that y'all want us to do, like, let me know, bro. Let us know in the group. That's what it's there for. If y'all are like, I think it would be cool if y'all did someone. So I'm looking for ideas at this point because it's hard to think and be a dad right now. It's difficult. Real quick. Just yeah. putting speaking on the premium content side. Uh, Mary Helen and I just watched the most ridiculous goddamn movie of all time. It's called The Velocipaster. And it is about a priest who watches his parents die and then goes to China and becomes able to transform into a velociraptor. And then he fights crime and ninjas. And I would be happy to watch that movie again with y'all because this shit is unreal. Wow. So y'all let me know. It's if on that's Amazon Prime. This, this, wow. Honestly, 10 out of 10 for me. Wow. That's, it's not good, but it's a 10 out of 10. Scary sounding ass show. What the hell? The whole movie, Brandon, I'll put it this way. The budget for the entire movie was $30,000. I mean, Black Dynamite had a smaller budget than that. And it was made in 2018. Hell, Napoleon Dynamite had a smaller budget than that. Why all the movies named Dynamite had a smaller budget than that? Black Dynamite didn't have no $30,000 budget. Bruh, Black Dynamite's budget was like fifteen dollars She was was weak. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't have no money to make that movie. And I think the budget for Napoleon Dynamite was like $60,000. That doesn't surprise me. Black Dynamite had like three mil, bro. I mean, which ain't much budget in real like movie terms, but. I feel like they're lying. Yeah. I feel like that's the marketing budget. I don't feel like. Damn, it only made $296,000 in the box office. That's what I'm saying. I feel like that's the marketing budget, bro. I don't feel like that's the real budget. Because I, <laughs> I remember Michael J. White and them being like, we didn't have no money. <laughs> we made this oh, movie. Oh, man. They did a whole lot with no money, though. I tell you that much, bro. Fuck yes. All right, but yeah, if it's something you want, y'all want to hear on premium, or you'd like to get from us, please let us know. Uh, and to everybody still listening, appreciate y'all. We will highlight y'all next time. Um, we are out. Where's my dot com? Peace. Oh damn! I just had to win. I tagged you too. Right, I tag uh, all three of y'all. I gotta bring this back up. I just had it open and now it's gone. Oh, you know what? Just look at the pictures I put in there. I think it was on my phone. I wasn't on Facebook on my computer. Do, 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 do. Oh, oh, oh. So they opened theaters back up, but Disney was like, yeah, we're still not putting out Black Widows until next year.
damn seriously yep. just let us vod it man bro disney does not want to lose that money i listen i get it but come on man you could re-release it in theaters and people still go see it but but yeah but it ain't the same they just, it just it don't hit the same. I hate it. They don't want to lose that money. They need to get these damn Disney Plus shows up then. Yeah, this is just, you should just put this on Twitter. You should just make this a whole thread with these pictures. <laughs> you should, you should absolutely make this a thread and just keep going. Just keep putting these pictures yeah. side by side shots, Dog. and and tag Rolling Stone. It's even more ridiculous when you do the side by side. Tag Rolling Stone every time. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Just un, just insane. Yeah, that completely. this album is higher than it's it's higher than Al Green's greatest hits. That's what I was looking yeah. for. I was looking for Al Green's greatest hits album, and I couldn't find yep. it. The fact that it's in the 450, come on, man. Dog, right. Right. I don't even want to know what like Isaac Hayes' greatest hits and shit is. I don't uh, Isaac Hayes, that. I think, is in this list. I, 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 I I'm saw pretty something. sure I screen capped one of them. Oh, yeah, Hot Butter Soul is uh, 373. Of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is, of right? Of course it is. Yeah, that was one of the ones I saw it. I was like, come on, dog. Come on, y'all treating Chef like this. Okay. Right. All right. In his memory. <laughs>